All right, Matt, given that you were doing your recaps fucking mere minutes ago, um, yep. you probably don't have anything funny prepared to start us off, do you? No, nothing different. <laughs> Usual week. I didn't ask you what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> skip skip the gun there. Yeah, don't skip ahead. Skip the gun. <laughs> People say that. Hmm. People are saying it. Could skipping away in the line of fire perhaps give you an added advantage? No. <laughs> no, yeah, probably no. not. Yeah, no. You just got to be slower. You'll die dancing. Has to be slower. Yeah. And, you know, unlike video games, <clears throat> you know, people can just do this. <laughs> yeah. Instead of having the tiny little thumb mobility that you might have with the controller, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Although maybe if you're skipping like the uh, in-betweeners when they're dancing in the nightclub, Ooh. back and forth, Ooh. a little bit more evasive. Predictable after the first, you know, two or three direction changes perhaps. Well, if that scene was longer, they might, you know, mm. start, you know, to, to stop being so mirrored. Yeah. Like, it, you yeah. know, they could go. We don't know. Two right, one left. Ooh, back to right. Ooh, left three times kind of vibe that but tr- that, that pub is only so big yeah yeah no well said mm. not really but maybe maybe it requires further science perhaps further testing required we'll hit the pitch <laughs> we'll see how far we can go as long as we write down the results yeah there will indeed be science do you have something funny mr keelan no oh my oh. funny bit was asking if you had anything funny. <laughs> oh, I see. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I that have. was almost worse than Matt asking last week if we have any <laughs> jokes to tell off the rip. Like that's almost as that's that's less effort uh, that you've funny gone man, to. You got anything good? <laughs> I ha- I have thought prior to recording today. Why is it that mm. almost everything? In everything, everything to do with anything, green is good, yes, go, usually. Red is the opposite of that, except when it comes to recording. Something recording being on You're an idiot. is red. It's because <laughs> because red means stop. Yep. And, you know, all, all warning lights are generally red. Yep. When you have a red recording light on, it yep. means, hey, bro, don't be a fucking idiot. <laughs> don't ask dumb questions on air. Something Like, happening. why is recording red? <laughs> <laughs> it stands out. It stands out a lot more than... Than a flashing green light. Yeah, because of, you know, <clears throat> universally red means, mm. fucking pay attention to me, please, Lord. It's true. Don't drive through that intersection. Red cars? Cooler? Faster, perhaps? In Warhammer 40k, if your orc vehicle's red, it goes faster. Oh, there you go. So that, uh, that's probably why it's red in yeah. recording. Yeah. yeah. Probably gets your attention a bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Daka daka. Orc things, bruv. <laughs> Zach will appreciate it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, should we get into it? Maybe. Okay. Hit the button. Oh, I accidentally um, wiped the oh, wiped the recording, again, so I we might have to do it live. Uh, yeah, okay. Yep. This is our um, 
like a version of Ingarth. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to look like we don't want to be here if we're doing a like a version. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ready? Yep. Cool. Oh, I would have been happy with silence there as well <laughs> as the response. <laughs> All right. Just keep coming. <laughs> Just like Triple J, um, that rendition was slow and low energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a, a, a much more drawn out sizzle there as well. Yeah. The cancer paid actor. <laughs> <laughs> Opened his heart and soul for this, for this show. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? We're here, we're here with episode number 65 of the Storm of the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. What's uh, going on, fellas? Uh, Keelan appears to be pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose I'll answer the question that you've uh, given to the group. This fucking guy. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a five-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keelan, going on with you? Uh, I think it's only sensible uh, for me <clears throat> to respond in a similar manner to Matt. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I can keep doing that drawn-out bullshit for that long. <laughs> um yeah, no, pretty good. Uh, if we just forget about days Monday through Friday, I've generally been pretty good. Yeah, we're right. Yep. Yeah, so uh, however the maths works out percentage-wise there, whatever two-sevenths is, um, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> not a round number, so frankly, I, I can't do the math. Um, but yeah, no, good weekend. Can't complain. Um, salty season went up to sunny coast. Wow. Bit of a tour? Nah, 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 nah. Ah. Nah, it's a bit early. One night only? Just one night, one night only. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, on after the show, we were staying so close to the, the, the best part. Literally, the best part was that we were a two-minute drive away from the um, uh, accommodation when we played. So, you know, pack up and we're, we're gone. We're out of there. I'm in bed. Yeah, fair Too enough. Too good. Pretty good. That's Love it. <laughs> That is huge. Yeah, like yeah. legitimately. Um, and then I got up the next morning and explored the National Park at Noosa Heads. Yeah, nice. Oh, in my morning run, lovely. which is actually really good. Mm. Who would have thought? Except I might have a Butcher of the Week nomination because of it. Ah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, what's going on with you? Oh, uh, yeah, not a lot. Just rocking a bit of fresh merch from businesses stealing my money. Thanks to end of financial year sales. Yeah, thanks. Just Sorry. like rubbing it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I was meant to mention that in my going on as well. Sorry, oh, uh, I skipped. Right. I skipped over that in my notes. Um, thank you, Isaac, for the um, the delightful Rangers merch. Uh, you're welcome for your very delayed birthday present. It's all good. That <laughs> <laughs> happens every year. It's all good. It's yeah. fine. You didn't know it was happening. Yeah, look, when you share it with like eight other people that I'm friends with on Facebook, this it's is a problem. Happens. It's yeah. a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> Why you'll get one post yeah. <laughs> yeah. every year. It's the gift it keeps on giving to every single year. It's absolutely fucking comedy. So. Plays every year. Yeah. 
Um, although I was going to say, I guess the viewers could see our nice merch on this video they're watching. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's reasonably unlikely they'll see <laughs> the video. <laughs> no, I think for the special occasion. It'll exist in the ether somewhere. Yeah. Find it on the cloud. <laughs> That's how the internet works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you could offer to people of a uh, paying subscription type yeah, service? Yeah, we could give them Dropbox access to everything. Yeah. Or, or, only, or we don't want them accidentally, you know. Yeah. Fucking shit up. Viewing only of notes could be kind of funny. Let's give them edit. Edit, <laughs> edit permissions of the recaps only. <laughs> that could be... We could set up... We could potentially have uh, one, perhaps one game or one game each, which could be fan edited. <laughs> we get three, three blokes to pay us $15 a month. To write four recaps for <laughs> to us. To do our work for <laughs> us. <laughs> and then we charge them an additional 10 a month for them to have uh, private access of the YouTube footage. And we just <clears throat> upload what we have as a whole on YouTube every week. <laughs> so then they can watch us read Genius. it back. Yeah. <laughs> read it back could, what they've written. It could be great. We're onto something here. Mm. It could be funny to open a recap that is nothing but. Just anti-Semitic remarks times a thousand. As someone that is now... Um, I'm not reading that. Semitic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> As someone that is now, um, you know, fleecing friends and family on two different creative ventures mm. at once, I w- might feel a little bad about charging $15 a month for them to do work for us, but I think I could get over it. Adding a third, yeah. Yeah, I could probably get over it. Get over <laughs> yeah. it pretty quick, I think. Yeah. <laughs> We simply just need nine fans every week. And Easy. then some of them can have the week off when the buys are on. <laughs> I know you've paid us for this service, but there's a buy this week. <laughs> Unlucky. Uh, you've you've both got a right for this game and we'll read out the best one. <laughs> no, you give them a half each. <laughs> and they're not allowed to communicate with each other. <laughs> I think it roughly works out to about... $4 per recap. Mm. Which is not too bad. Yeah, I guess that's all right. Four bucks, write a recap. <laughs> How good. We'll round up. No one wants to pay $4 for something recurring. It's just Ooh, weird. $5. Oh, yeah, cool. And then each tier up can be another five bucks. Ooh. Yeah. We'll make it four ninety nine. Let's charge weekly. So Fuck it, it seems less. <laughs> Ooh. But we'll make it US dollars. <laughs> I like get <laughs> I like the tier system a lot. Perhaps five I do- hate it. Perhaps five dollars a week gets you one joke of your choice. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. To write a to write a whole recap that is then delivered mm. by one of the hosts. Mm. You know, hold on though. Ten dollars, you can ask a question. What's the biggest? The, the <laughs> <laughs> if I don't it's mind, shit, I we don't... won't read it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the shit? What did you know? They're all terrible. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> well, what currently, right? What do we struggle with the most week in, week out, segment wise? Uh,. Probably Butcher of the Week or Shit List. I was going to say starting the fucking show. Ah, yes. Yeah. So pre-song, right? Mm. Pre-song, tough. 
So people who are not sports fans like our pre-song rambling. As long as we oh no, I'm like, like it's fine. We just need a cue. Like obviously today wasn't very good. Sorry everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you get it now. You get it post show. This is our ramble. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So say all right. You take your um our worst segment, and then because it's at the very start of the show, we I didn't do the song, <laughs> but because it's at the very start of the show. Um, it's going to get the most listeners in theory, right? So in we can theory, charge yes. the most sure. for jokes to say at the very start of the show. <laughs> $20 a month. Pretty reasonable. And you have to give us four prompts. Mm. And we're allowed to not use them if they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then maybe we can charge like a dollar for a coin selection on the flip. I'm not fucking selling out my <laughs> coin flips for one fucking dollar, yeah, cunt. Yeah. That's the coin flip. <laughs> There's 0% chance that's happening. <laughs> 50 that, bucks. Yeah, literally. Okay, so you, you only get like maybe, on average, you know, one and a third coin flip a week. Uh, sorry, a, a month, right? Yeah. So I'm, my flip's probably worth $100 a month. If it's not tails, I'm not taking it. <laughs> well, that's fine then. <laughs> if mine's if mine's not heads, I'm not taking it. But yeah. I'll charge you fifty bucks. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> I feel like a, a good tier for say maybe around fifty dollars mm. would be. We obviously invest in some additional cameras, but just below the desk foot <laughs> angles for the whole show. I, I don't like this <laughs> at all. All right, can we, if look, the most important part of cameras, mm. can we get one that doesn't stop recording? Oh, that could be big. Uh, See you later, Lumix. That could be game-changing. Uh, we've tried phones, no dice. Yeah, no, there's definitely cameras out there that don't stop recording. Um, yeah, I'm not We'll get one of those. We could, we could use that one in uh, less frames and... No, it's all good. Well, I'm not saying let's do it now. Less. I mean, you know, <laughs> let's, um, let's wait until... Could we get those warped forehead GoPros <laughs> that make you, the vision circular? The 360 yeah. cams. Just strapped all the time. See, hear me out. If you can't edit... <laughs> <laughs> you can't edit fucking 2D one view footage. There's no way you're going into fucking Insta360 and choosing the, the top down forehead version of everyone and then editing it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <sighs> also, that we could have control over when that camera starts and stops. Mm. Uh, but their Android app is dog shit and doesn't work. Oh, I've got an um, iPhone. But the iPhone app does work allegedly. Mm. Mm. Mm, right. Yeah. But uh I guess uh them and the ABC have the same app creator for Android. Unlucky <laughs> I have no issues with ABC. I've even <laughs> I get to watch um all the content. All three shows. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not bad. All right. Uh, Actually, on that, have you watched any more Auntie Donna's? No, it's too difficult. <laughs> Why don't you just download the app on your telly? Oh, I have it on my telly. This fucking guy. I just don't want to watch it on my telly. Yeah. I'd rather watch it on my phone laying in bed when Sam's not watching something she wants to watch. Fucking hell. The, the man doesn't want to watch the show. Just, just let him be. But he hasn't even I, watched the episode. I want to watch it, 
but I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Enough to It's say, like fucking 30 minutes of your life. I'm pretty sure the next episode you had to watch was the one we want you to watch. Oh, that's fair. Okay, I'm back on board. I don't want to take a full laptop with me to bed when everything else is dark. To you got the laptop out for other things anyway. Fucking push through. Not always. <laughs> what about? And I'm doing other things. <laughs> what about Duna over the head? You know, child Nintendo in the bedroom mm. type of setup. With a laptop. Yeah. Your, your Game oh. Boy SP has just been flipped open. You've accidentally left the volume on loud. So you, you've covered yourself rapidly with the Duna just to make sure no one hears the fucking Game Boy sound. It looks like a disco coming <laughs> from underneath your bedsheet. See, all these have the have one thing in common: small handheld device. Mm. All right, well then, fucking watch Auntie Donna's hit coffee TV show, which I forget the name of, <laughs> <and laughs> on your fucking Game Boy SP. Then, yeah, problem solved. ABC iView for Game Boy SP. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to borrow my cartridge? <laughs> Look, uh, I, I might get around to it. Not making any promises. Fuck's sake. Right. If it was on my phone, I would have watched all of it already. Okay. Yeah. True. That's a fact. Mm. Uh, rather than uh, Vogus prospecting on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so satisfying about watching blokes just get little tiny bits of gold, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. And be so excited about making 11 bucks Australian in that day. Mm-hmm. He's been out there for six hours in the sun. He has so much sunburn. He yeah. spent more money on sunscreen than he has <laughs> fucking earning, panning for gold. It, it's about hope. That, yeah. That's, that's the inspiring part. Anyone can go be a shill at a corporation, mm. make a good steady income. But, he's, but to pan for gold? Mm-hmm. He's there doing good old-fashioned punting every day of the week. <laughs> giving it a crack. Yeah, having a, giving it a fair shake of the pan. <laughs> and hoping something hits at the bottom oh. at the end of the, end, of the, end of the day. Well, the real Australian thing to do would actually be take that $11 and then go throw it on the virtual greyhounds afterwards <laughs> too. <laughs> Four dollars. Actually, we're talking <laughs> country town pub. So five dollars schooner of gold, and then six dollars on the greyhounds. Yeah, probably. Uh, we're talking like uh, New South Wales, Victorian mm. border. So probably Carlton Draft on on the Vic side. So probably Carlton Draft or Carlton, Carlton Mid. Mid yeah. yeah. Mm. At least it's not Tui's. Yeah. Oh. Correct. Yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah. that's a reflex I've got. <laughs> That is a terrible beer. It, uh, it's got to be Australia's worst. It's got to be up there. Yeah. There's a you, lot of bad ones. If you talk regular beer, it's mm. like lager. Mm. It's like that and Han. Without stooping to the level of the cheapest lagers at the bottle shop. Oh. Like ton or... Yeah, I was thinking yeah. ton. Ton it's fills the gap. Fair. It the, fills the gap. The ones you have more bills come in than you think that week. Yeah. And you need your case of beer. L- look... If you're buying beer that's less than $1 a can, you get what you pay for. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> 70% beer, including hops. <laughs> Bread in a can. Yeah. <laughs> it's all wheat. Oh, God. All right, should we get on to the Butcher of the Week? No, nah, we could do. Any, uh, any nominations? Yeah. Go on. The Citizens of Nosa. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. So, all of them. All of them. <laughs> Fucking all of them. 
I'm just look. So I'm going for a run along the 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 seaside, okay. right? Adjacent at, to the water. At, at the front of the surf club, you've got path, right? and like you know, like service paradise and stuff. You have got a path. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You guys seen paths before? I've heard, yeah. Been around them. Yep. Yeah. So you know, it runs up the heads towards the national park and such, and it's kind mm-hmm. of hilly and. In certain sections, it gets a bit narrow. The amount of people that see someone coming, make eye contact, and then continue walking on your side of the path. Oh, wow. It just fucking kills me a little bit, if I'm going to be honest. Three wide. Ooh. No pram, no children, just blokes. Oh. How early in the morning? Ah, uh, this is post 7 a.m. But before 10? Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, no, that's just... It's just not on. Yeah. They're not stumbling anywhere. Any way you cut it. Mm. It's it's too... Exactly. It's too late, and yet it's also too early. Mm -hmm. That's that's three blokes doing that just purely out of chaos. Mm. I'm trying to keep my pace up going up the hill, and 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 they're walking down the hill looking at me. It's malicious. It is. Oh, that's the perfect word. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You gotta one of you gotta get off the path. If there's nowhere to go, triangle it up. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. It's, it's only, only for a mile for yeah, for three seconds. Yeah. And you can spread back out. Where these three blokes are quite portly in in proportion. No, not particularly. No. So not a jealousy thing, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. Trying to better himself. <laughs> oh, it could happen. It's much easier to tear people down than improve yourself. We're a big tall True. poppy country, aren't we? So we are. I like to think everyone's tall poppy, but we're known as the tall poppy country. That's mm. that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. I feel like you're allowed to tall poppy some people, like billionaires. Yeah. But like maybe not I don't know. I don't have any good examples. Maybe not your mate that's just got a promotion. No, who's still him. not the owner of anything, house perhaps, or anything like that. Don't mm. yeah. <laughs> don't tall poppy the middle class. Essentially, is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> you would think by definition that wouldn't be tall poppying, but uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But apparently, there's different heights of poppies there is <laughs> they've got a full yeah. growth, growth stages and such someone's always at the bottom mm. short people <laughs> genetically predisposed <laughs> <laughs> unlucky do you have any um butchers uh i do not oh i do not uh matt any nominations butcher of the week no well, although I just feel partially bad for all of the citizens of Noosa, <laughs> perhaps. Because mm, of no, anywhere right. between, you know, uh, three to nine blokes, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, look, me saying a handful of people in Noosa heads yep. mm-hmm. that I don't know the names of, yep. mm-hmm. not as cool. No. And just be, just to clarify, it wasn't just the three blokes. There was... Groups of two were also doing the same thing. Mm. Oh, yep. Squeezing me between between the railing and themselves. Yep. Just just not on. On the flip side, have you ever had someone be a little bit too courteous, perhaps? 
and you're walking down a single narrow path, you know, let's say you're Keelan in this instance, you're running. Yeah. The guy's coming down with a pram, juggling a bag of groceries in the other hand. You make eye contact. He starts nervously shifting, trying to stop the pram downhill. <laughs> Keelan's thinking, oh, I could easily step around you for just a moment. And he, you know, disembarks. The pram gets lodged in the gravel on the side of the path. And he looks at you and goes, sorry, you know, sorry, mate. <laughs> and you think, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I, I, Never had that happen particularly, but... um, You feel terrible, but you also think, well, why have you done this? <laughs> as much as we are a tall poppy country, it is quite common occurrence to... Uh, apologize to someone else for being a big inconvenience to them. <laughs> Not for causing the inconvenience, but just for existing inconveniently. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going. You reminded me. Yeah. For perhaps for the, the negative of the tall poppy syndrome, almost daily occurrence in Australia. You'll be driving, doesn't matter where you are, little suburb, could be the busiest roundabout in Queensland. Someone's broken down. Every bloke will jump out of their car, <laughs> much to a hindrance of everyone else, you think. Uh, you got 40 blokes pushing this, like, Kia <laughs> into the slip lane. It's here, doing think. 85. <laughs> There's that many blokes pushing it's it. faster than the rest of the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Sprinting behind <laughs> I actually, speaking of being too courteous, um, when people stop in the middle of a roundabout to let you enter the roundabout in front of them, mm. that fucks me sideways so hard. I I can't do it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just uh, pay the road rules. I'll get in eventually, dude. Yeah, exactly. There'll be a gap. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't want to be non-compliant with the rules of the yeah. roundabout. Like I understand, right? You know, when you've got a shit roundabout that people are queuing through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the car in front has stopped and mm. then the car behind them stops with just enough room to let you in. That's yep. fine. Yeah. Yeah. When traffic is fucking going, <laughs> don't <laughs> stop, dude. It's not how they work. <laughs> uh, happens like one out of three mornings on that cops road roundabout, the, sm the smelly one. Ooh, oh, yeah. 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 Every uh, yeah, one out of three. <laughs> Absolute disaster area. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, I could do you one better and, and say the... Uh, Butcher of the week that I was thinking. Yeah, right, go. Oh. Uh, I one up you and say the nation of India. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one billion plus. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, simply because they won't accept the use of DRS and yet <laughs> accuse Australia of constantly cheating. I think. <laughs> Based on things that they see on the umpiring system that is in place mm. by their choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> the World Test Championship should be a three-game series. It's not fair. If we lose the first one, I want it three games. <laughs> and then I want the next two to be played in the Dust Bowl in India. <laughs> <laughs> Completely doctored pitch. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. That's yeah, hilarious. It's just not fair. What other, what other sport, name me literally one sport that... Ends their season with a one-game final. There's um, not. There's none of them. There's, they, they don't exist. 
Hmm. Certainly not the <clears throat> AFL. APL doesn't do it. The Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's not a... yeah. Certainly not the Australian footballs. No, definitely not. Not any, even that any of NRL, them? Not only that NRL thing. Mm. Hmm. Uh, we not, love a not, cup competition to end the Not end the, the American football. No. Basketball, obviously a series. Hockey, yeah. a series. Mm. Yeah. They, they've got it right. <laughs> the Americans love series. You know what we really need is, say, just to give the players enough break between tests, uh, 20-day mm. period with 15 of those days allocated to test match cricket. That's what we really need. Ooh. That'd make good TV. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like summer in Australia to me. (laughs) Where's the problem? Yeah. There is none. Tell um, tell Mitchell Stark's toes. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. A couple days in between, it'll be right. Mm. (laughs) All right. uh, Any movement on the shit list? No, not really. Nah. Except for maybe Indian cricket, but we can leave them off. Mm-hmm. Haven't haven't achieved much outside of India. Weird. Yeah, funny that. Hmm. Coincidence, probably. Yeah, must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they should just I don't know get better grounds, bring them into standard with I don't know, rest of the fucking everyone world. everyone else. Yeah, I feel like even Sri Lanka's got better pitches than <laughs> India. <laughs> India's got enough people that you could realistically have an entire ground re-turfed in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> For about a thousand Australian dollars. Yeah, tops. <laughs> That's with bonuses. For getting it done in under 15. I mean, you're not wrong. It is quite jarring seeing their like big new stadium. Mm. Literally built like on top of slums, <laughs> and nothing else around. Nothing else inside the seating either. The obviously, you know they've 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 dumped a fucking dump truck worth of very light sand in the middle of it, and they've gone. You know what? <laughs> Cricket. <laughs> we just rolled the middle so it gets hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sprayed it down with a little bit of water, <laughs> but only in that middle, very middle section. Uh. Mm. All right, should we move on to the uh, round 13 recap? We come on. That that <laughs> could be the worst one ever. Yeah, I'm maybe. just making weirder like mouth shapes as I do the siren <laughs> every week and it kind of just works for me. So Yeah, that was... Uh, it wasn't unpleasant though. Yeah. Some some of them have been tough. Yeah, I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get super close to the microphone this time either, which probably helps you guys. The... The mouth shape was reminiscent of uh, Chicken Run. <laughs> yeah, Wallace <laughs> those and Gromit vibes. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Claymation. Big Claymation vibes. <laughs> when, he, when he says cheese. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be a pie. <laughs> I don't like gravy. <laughs> oh, too good. We should watch Chicken Run live on stream. I think they're making the sequel too. I think I saw that, mm, yeah. Really? Not, not the movie, but the, the news of it, yeah. Hmm. After mm. all this time, mm. 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 how are they how are they going to do that? Are they going to round up the chickens and then do it again? Or yeah, what? I don't know. Might be hard to get all of the original cars back, but we'll see. 
Yeah. Might be aged out. Yeah, it could be. Maybe chicken run out of the retirement home, perhaps. Oh, it's getting released at the end of this year. There you go. Does it have a synopsis of the plot? I bet it's going to be one of those movies that has a jabillion Hollywood actors in it. And it does one of the ads that goes, and it just keeps showing all their names. Like, you'll have your Kevin Hart chicken. Yeah, they'll all be there. They'll all ha- And they'll all have their little cameo bits. Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. There'll be one scene, like, one hour in. One hour, ten minutes exactly. And it cuts to the, you know, the Chris Rock chicken. And he'll get oh! slapped by something and go, Damn! <laughs> all mate from Ted Lasso's in it. Ted? No, that, <laughs> damn. No, that's. Have you guys not seen it? Still, fucking grow up. <laughs> it's on what Apple TV only. Yeah, get a fucking trial on your fire, yeah, Android phones. <laughs> that's a tough. They have, ask. A, they have a website. They literally have a website. But what, whatever. Want to buy this niche obscure streaming service that has one show? Nope. No, no, no. no hold on. Really. Hold on. I will not take this fucking injustice. <laughs> I've already done the siren, but I don't give a fuck. Do you reckon, right, we're going on an Apple TV t- uh, tangent. Do you, reckon, <clears throat> do you reckon Apple TV? Three seasons of Ted Lasso. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the Crowded Room with um, Tom oh. Holland. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's new. You probably haven't heard of it. On <laughs> the shit Sherlock. <laughs> Please keep keep going. I don't know if I want to anymore. Um. Prehistoric Planet. Sure. Sounds alright. Yep. It's uh, David Attenborough in it <laughs> with um, dinosaurs. Yep. Uh, what else is on my list? Uh, oh, the literally the like the best TV show of all time. Um. Uh, fuck. What's the name? <laughs> that good. <laughs> Severance. Severance. <sighs> it's been a while since I watched it, but it's literally the best thing that's ever happened to television. It's very good. Oh boy. So you're gonna say like. The Wire or Game of Thrones yeah. or nah. Sopranos. Or Severance like is really good. Something big. Really no. good. Um, It's definitely better than, I don't know, the fucking Sopranos grow up. Oh. Blackbird's pretty good. Prehistoric Planet 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shrinking with... Um, Meteor Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't real. know. Do you know this? Um, do you know these <laughs> underground? Do you know these underground <laughs> actors? Uh, Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford doing Apple TV exclusive shows. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? Shrinking. Eighty-year-old Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, he's playing a shrink, moping around, hobbling around. <laughs> no, he actually—he's actually kind of funny. They're just live filming him in real life. It's like a—it's no like a—it's like a dramedy, and he's actually low-key kind of mm. funny. I promise. Mm. There's a new Seth Rogen show. With oh. Rose Byrne. Oh, boy. Back back for the first time together on screen since um, once that show where they live next to the frat house. Uh, Bad Neighbours. Bad Neighbours yeah. too. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. But no, essentially there's good TV on there and I'm really sure everyone's going to sign up for the trial now that I've um, plugged our sponsor this week, Apple TV. Oh. <laughs> Use code uh, Storm on the Beach. Uh, for that's, a trial. that's S for Sierra <laughs> T4. Tango. Oh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. There's an apostrophe. <laughs> you know how most streaming services, so everyone's probably familiar with Netflix. Yep. You, you open it up and it's got your trending whatever 
what's popular, TV shows, movies. These are all categories. Yep. Are they? Do you reckon Apple TV instead of TV shows just has stories? There's a little picture of perhaps a page or a notebook. And instead of movies, they've got a category for A24 films. <laughs> no, no, they definitely don't have any of that garbage. Um, we, um, we start at the top with, with, the, with the recent releases. It's a very pretty app. Um, up next, which are things I've added to my list, mm-hmm. which is, you know how sometimes Netflix puts your list, the stuff that you've pinned that you'd like to watch, seven fucking rows deep after watch this teen drama? I uh, fucking shits me off. Sorry, I don't think I've ever pinned anything on Netflix. So. Like, no, me you've never added to my list. No, I just search it every time. Yeah, or I just hit play on like the first row you because guys, it's right there. You yeah, because I've been watching it. You guys don't go. Oh, you know when, what? I don't feel like watching this right now, but I'll watch it later. So it's my list, and then you do that for seventeen more things, and you go fuck. I gotta go to bed. When someone, <laughs> when someone recommends me a, a movie or a TV show. And I say, I'll add it to my list. There's no list. <laughs> it's it's a mental list and it doesn't exist. I have an actual an actual list, would mm-hmm. you believe? Yeah, because I'm a fucking adult. <laughs> and if I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. Sure. Yeah. Except for when I forget. <laughs> happens to the best of us. Yeah. 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 It happens to some more than others, though. That's true. Mm. There's wow, a Venn diagram yeah. with people that forget to do things and shower after 5 p.m. And it's a circle. <laughs> Single circle. <laughs> uh, sorry, um, <clears throat> listeners, that was me calling out Matt. <laughs> On to the recaps. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Two in one week. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> Those listening in the car just off the highway, <laughs> done for. <laughs> Sitting at the traffic lights oh, like, oh, hell. boys, why have you done this to me? They're at a roundabout. Someone's <laughs> trying to let them in. <laughs> you got Keelan ooing in their ear. <laughs> Full volume. <laughs> All right, fuck. Let's go. <clears throat> Please, before I tangent. Uh Kicking off the second half of the home and away season, and we love to see that Thursday footy is back. And Mm. so we sauntered up to Sydney for what was sure to be a scintillating skirmish as the Sydney Swans squared off versus the St Kilda Saints. As we are all now very well aware, anything that we label as a sure thing here at Storm of the Beach is in fact not a sure thing at all. Tragic. And as such, the first quarter of this game could only be described as a stinker. And here's a stat to prove it. A miserable quarter-time score of Sydney 0-0-0 to St Kilda 1-1-7 was the first game since Geelong versus Footscray in round one 1965 that a game had had two or fewer scoring shots from both teams combined. No way. Footy wins. Tough look. <laughs> and uh, that, that's proper going back to 1960 where, you know, the blokes have been in the mines <laughs> all, all week. Lungs coated with coal dust. <laughs> Three or four beers deep and, and they're just thinking, yeah, as they waltz Get up and down with, the field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just knackered. In 2023, these are professional athletes. <laughs> 
Sharks was the team that was in the grand final last year. <laughs> yeah. And I've got a quick stat that I've just glanced through and you haven't used either, sure. but it fits in right now. Um, there have been 1,701 quarters played by the Swans at the SCG. Mm-hmm. That was one of two that they've not scored. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great game. Not a no. It's happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lockdown. Unders Unders bet is rejoicing. <laughs> <laughs> Chastity belts <laughs> pulling at the scene. <laughs> Creaking under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. The game being a milestone 350th for Lance Franklin, we were sure the Swans were going to push hard to get a result for the big fella. Once again, <laughs> our sureties let us down. Sydney posting the lowest ever quarter-time score by a side in a teammate's 350th game with the aforementioned 0-0-0. Not, not a lot of games to pick from uh, for first quarters of someone's 350th. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly, the next lowest was only six points, so hmm. not too far off. Uh, but still zero, not good. Free. <laughs> uh, given he was coming into a game for the 35th time, having kicked more career goals than the opposition combined, it's no surprise Buddy found the score sheet. Lance and Tom both kicking their two goals for the match in the second quarter flipping the score sheet and kicking the Swans into the PAP lead at halftime. After fighting their way back into the match, the Swans were dealt maximum damage by King, who opened the scoring in the second half and finished with three majors for the match. Mitch kicked two goals, two goals but Owen's Saints fans a couple more after his two behinds, and Butler dished up a pair of snags as well. The standout player for the Swans was Ollie Florent, who got his hands on the leather biscuit 34 times but it still seemed like the Sydney boys had accidentally dropped a bottle of Buddy's special bicep oil on the change room floor. <laughs> Every kick either slipping straight into the Saints' mitts or up into the air. The Swans kicking an abysmal 4-7 in the second half to the Saints' 8-4. Once again, Sydney being run down in the fourth quarter for another loss at the SCG. Perhaps they need to choose to kick to the opposite end of the ground if they manage to win the toss. Sydney Swans, 9-12-66, St Kilda, 12-8-80. Surprised you're not on the coaching staff with insights such as pick the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not working. Yeah. and uh, so, I've, Go on, sorry. No, I'm so sorry. You go. I was going to say, I've always thought it was weird that at one of the ends of the SCG, the end where the Swans cheer squad sits, mm. immediately behind the goals is a tunnel under the stadium. Huh. So the cheer squad's like... Just off centre, like probably behind the behind post mm. on, on one side. Um, it's very weird to see, you know, players kick goals and they go straight down the race. Um, <laughs> surely doesn't help the, you know, the fans. Yeah, I guess not. I feel like they've like rotated the field in recent years. So it's mm. more directly in the middle. I feel like it used to be slightly offset. Like half the cheer squad was, you know, within the goal area, yeah, if you okay. will. Um Weird design, though, of the stadium. Hmm. For cricket, though, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I guess. In the name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When you say coming into a game for the 35th time, having kicked more career goals on the opposition combined, you mean literally their entire team? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. 
Uh, He's done that 35 times. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, shout out Lance Franklin, now out and out fourth on the all-time goal-kicking mm. list as well. Yeah. Big. Big man. Yep. Pretty wild. Uh, on to the next game. Bulldogs versus Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide may have had a rough start, but are well and truly rebuilt and now moving on to renovations. To celebrate extending their winning streak to a perfect 10 against the Dogs, the boys headed down to Bunnings to pick up some new plants for the club room. The Dicks man was spotted outside a Bunnings in Elberton, hanging around the car park, hungry for some snags. The big fella ordered three sausages at once and came back for a fourth before heading home. Horn Francis, not wanting to be outdone by Charlie, came running off the team bus in the final term and ordered the biggest snag they had, an absolute Kransky-style sausage that had somehow made its way onto the grill, sucking it down in one goal, <laughs> had, me- had fans mesmerised. I couldn't... <laughs> I don't know why I went with that, but he kicked a really good goal, and it, it was pretty cool. Zach must have buttersed up his rival Tom, who showed out with 34 disposals to trump Zach's measly 31. <laughs> Marshall and Finlayson were running amok throughout the household, hardware, and gardening warehouse, touching all the paintbrushes and having Jedi-like fights with the tubes they found along the way. In a relief for the Bulldogs, there was no re-emergence of Trelaw's hamstring. No, no, no issues. <laughs> as he put on a strong performance with 34 disposals and five tackles. Final score, Port Adelaide, 107, Dogs, 85. Good win for Port. Yeah. I'm getting some wicked deja vu. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, i got a good stat for uh, the Port fans. Oh. Uh, I believe Port. Uh, Let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would it have something to do with their record at Docklands? It would have something to do with their record at Docklands Stadium. Oh, man. Do they have the... Do they currently have the longest-running winning streak at Docklands? They do. Is it eight? It's nine in a what? row now. No way. How close, though? Mm. I'm like a soothsayer. <laughs> <laughs> Next closest being uh, Essendon and Sydney with three in a row. Hmm. Fair weather team, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're laughing over nothing because we've already done the second half of that recap. Yep. And my next recap once prior. Mm-hmm. We didn't notice the SD card filled up. Yep. So, if you noticed, let us know. Put it in the comments. Yeah, like, rate, and subscribe. Yep. Drifter out. Yep. <laughs> um, was there another stat you did earlier for that one, or was that the only stat? Uh, that was the only stat. For yeah, okay. Uh, My deja vu can only work so much. The other comment I made was maybe they're peaking at the, at the wrong time. Ah, uh, uh, yes. They don't wanna, maybe they don't want to fall off right before finals. Possibly get a, get a loss mm. out of your system now, and you can go oh, again. Oh, when do they play Hawthorne next? Oh, good question. Get it out of their system then. Uh, Geelong this week at Adelaide Oval. Ooh. And then they have a bye. So that's a win. Uh, <laughs> Bombers. <clears throat> uh, Suns. 
They, can, they feel free to drop that one in round 17 <laughs> at Adelaide Oval. Uh, <laughs> Unlikely, but, you know, feel free. Uh, Suns will be peaking then as well. Uh, Carlton at Marvel, win for Port. Um, Don't skip ahead. Collingwood, Adelaide Oval. Hmm. Challenging. That'd be a good game. Another showdown. Cats in Geelong. Mm. Giants in Adelaide. Easy win. Clap them in. Uh, Fremantle in Perth. And then they finish with Richmond in Adelaide. Damn it. No, no free win for the Hawks. All right. Yeah, I'll, probably, I'll, ta- I'll take the free win for the Suns. Then. Yeah. Around 17, if we could mark that one off. Yeah. Uh, Suns first win uh, against Port at Adelaide Oval. How does the great. math work? That gives them another. Five five games after that or whatever to get in finals form, right? Yeah. 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 Perfect. Easy. Because, you know, if you'd lose that one and then you have you still have a weird slump afterwards, you could still yeah. recover with three wins. Easy. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Rolling into finals. Hmm. Definitely. Sensible. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on. This recap should be really good. Yeah, I yeah. actually... Um, His yeah. favorite team. I've been anticipating it. Would you believe uh, I listened to. listened to this one in the car? Oh, wow! Hey. <laughs> I didn't want to put sticks through the whole ABC grandstand situation, though, so I um, only tuned in near the end after Matt's notifications popped up on my phone. But what were you rocking beforehand? Triple J. We were going album for album, oh, okay. which is actually quite a vibe for longer road trips. You you literally just one person chooses an album, you listen to the whole thing. No bullshit though. No like greatest hits four disc. so fresh (laughs) (laughs) so fresh 2014 fucking hell Uh, actually that's a that's a big commitment though album for album yeah but we're both like music people yeah yeah but it's that's a long road trip yeah so what do we have we started with yeah so it was driving to Noosa so it's what two and a half hours or something yeah we started with on the way to Yaddy Pies we had um Two a songs. band, a pretty hard, a pretty heavy band. I can't remember their name, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those metal bands that just kind of ends up all sounding the same, like eighties, nineties metal. Yeah, like nothing, nothing new and cool. Um, Good to see you got uh, regular breaks in though. Stopping every fifteen minutes down the motorway, starting at Yeti Pies. Well, to be fair, like <laughs> if you're gonna stop anywhere for a feed, it's gonna be Yaddy Pies. Yeah, I didn't even get a pie. He's absolutely correct. Good. I'm yep. happy you didn't. I got a... Um, They're overrated. When you're feeling a pie, they hit the spot. But I got the the red Thai curry parcel, which is fucking insane. So good. And a um, cauliflower and cheese parcel oh, as well. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. Quite would. quite hardcore, actually. Yeah. Um, but I also got chips and gravy. And because the other two things I ordered were vegetarian, ladies like... Do you want gravy? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, there's meat in that. And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, yep. <laughs> she's like, do you want chicken salt as well? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I think there's chicken in that too. Are you okay with that? And I was like, yeah, no, out. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I just don't feel like a meat pie right now. She's like, what? You're a fucking Yaddy Pies dog. <laughs> He's eating vegetables by choice. <laughs> <laughs> also, low-key, we only read, someone pointed out on the packet, right? mm Established whenever, like, established before Federation, allegedly, according to the the pie box. Could be. Uh, 
I doubt it. Like 18, 18 something. Mm. I was like, interesting. Ma- maybe. I could believe it. There's a maybe bit it's of, a family recipe, but yeah. like. Yeah, there, there is a bit of history. There is no way they're incorporated before 1901. <laughs> There is a bit of history, Northern Gold Coast, 1800s, mm, okay. uh, arrowroot farming and such. So I love a bicky. Mayhaps, yeah. Okay. Um, Big in a pie. The gravy there does slap. Oh, Some of so the best good. gravy on the planet. It's. I, I got down. a piece of meat that was like, <laughs> like literally like maybe a 50 cent piece. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, all right, lady. There definitely is meat in this yeah, then. Yeah. It's not like grey box where you're like, oh, yeah. 20% meat and clean book. Powder into yeah. <laughs> into brown water. All cam. But yeah, no, it's good. Um, all right. Um, let's let's crack on, sorry, football um, and such. <clears throat> Liverpool at Anfield. Barcelona at the Spotify. Stream Salty Season Cowboy. Camp New. The Indian national cricket team at the Dust Bowl. <laughs> the Brisbane Lions at the Gabatoire. All of these teams froth a home game, all absolute fortresses in their own right. The Lions are undefeated at their Woolloongabba Fortress this year, but flew to Melbourne to take down the plucky young Hawks and try and dispel their MCG hoodoo. Somehow the Brisbane team are one from their last 13 at the G. The game opened up with two contrasting styles of footy, the Lions opting for physical strength and game experience against the young Hawks, who just wanted to run, and my God, did they run. The Hawks had almost 100 handballs more than the Lions and had almost 300 uncontested possessions. The free-flowing footy keeping them in the game until Charlie Cameron lit the spark for Brisbane in the second, scoring early with his usual brand of crafty explosive forward work for his second goal of the game. Eric and Cam were also reinering in the goals between the big wood, each finishing the quarter with two to get the Lions ahead by 17 at halftime. Luke Bruce got the Hawks off the mark early in the third, but after his goal was cancelled out by Hipwood at the other end, Bruce got subbed out with a corky. At least he got on the board for the anytime goal scorer bets, um, but unlucky if you put him on for two or more, Isaac. Yeah, unlucky, yeah. Not in the game too long to be a justice refund situation. Yeah. Uh, unlucky. Not in the game long enough to kick two goals. So if he had scored only one in like the first two minutes and then got subbed out immediately, mm. is that justice refund situation? That's justice territory, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, it was all about the tall sco- the t- fuck. It was all about the tall goal scorers in the third. Mitch C. S. Lewis leading the writing of this narrative, chronicling the stories of the Lion, the Hawk, and the G. The tall forward brought his total up to four, with Kashitsky and Meek also joining in the fun towards the end of the quarter. The tall hip timber at the other end brought up his fourth as well, but it was the Hawks' quarter, eliminating their 17-point deficit and taking a 10-point lead into the final break. The Hawks soared in the fourth, Sicily once again a rock in defence, and still desperate to win. In a lunging tackle, he brought humic luggage to the ground while a falling Tyler Brockman fell into the falling pair. While Sicily continued to spin and fall, McLuggage stayed put, held up by the falling Brockman. After Brockman <laughs> fell out of the way, McCluggage was pulled into the ground with his head leaning the, uh, leading the way and uh, his neck hitting the ground at a pretty dodgy angle. McCluggage was out cold and when brought to his feet, he was escorted groggily around the entire ground before hitting the bench. 
Sicily has been hit with a three-week ban for the tackle, and fuck me, can we get some consistency with the bans, please. Sicily ultimately would have brought him <laughs> to the ground sensibly. Um, McCluggage even had an arm free to protect himself as well. But Brockman getting mixed up in the action made the tackle much, much worse for McCluggage. Ultimately, it was a bit of a freak accident, and it had all the markings of a safe tackle without any intent to harm Um wasn't even anywhere close to high, would you believe, given that Sicily was basically crawling along the ground. <laughs> um, and, yeah, basically just, um, you know, tough bickies for McCluggage, essentially. Mm. Yeah. It was a bullshit Con- ban. Controversial. <laughs> no, nah, fuck off it is. Everyone, everyone dislikes <laughs> the opinion. Uh, neutral fans on Facebook are having none of it. The comment section is fired up by um, old men everywhere saying, this isn't my game. The game's gone soft. All the like. Yeah, where's the biff? Bring back the biff. Barry Should- Hall would have had none of this shit. <laughs> Should have stomped on the back of his neck when he was head down. <laughs> He did give him the finish him. <laughs> on what when standing back up. He did give him the soft, you know, brief pull of the shirt and push back down, not realizing he was out cold though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, just like to remind everyone that Kaiser Pickett got three weeks for becoming a human missile and launching himself at Bailey Bailey Smith's head. Um, so I'd like to point out that these two incidents are not really equal, given True. I don't know you kind of have to have intent to leave the ground. Perhaps there's no embellishment on the story of Cozy Pickett, none whatsoever. Mm. That that that's one of those reality stranger than fiction moments. That's it. He literally becomes a human <laughs> missile. <laughs> <laughs> he soars through the air. There is like so with the Sicily thing, you kind of have to watch it a couple of times, right? Because mo- like the first time you see it, you're like, oh shit. Not good for McCluggage, right? Mm. And you're like, oh, I wonder if this was actually intentional or what happened. And then you see uh, the reverse angle and you're like, oh, he was held up by Brockman mm. falling to the ground and mm. it kind of, you know, just the potential energy there from the falling Sicily didn't end up well for for McCluggage. But you, you watch fucking Kaziah Pickett take off <laughs> one time and, you, and you're, you're like, like fucking hell, not good. <laughs> and then you watch any other angle and you're like, fucking hell, not yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Equally not good. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it gets worse every time you watch it. Um, but yeah, just to just to just to reel it in, we'll skip to the final siren. Eh. Hawthorne booted eight of the last nine and finished with a twenty-five point victory. Hawks fifteen eight ninety eight. Lions eleven seven seventy three. MCG fourteen. Brisbane one. Maybe controversial wasn't the right word, but yeah, it's sort well, of no, no, no. Like all I meant to say is it's tough. Uh, for human luggage in the sense that, like, shit happens, mm. which ev- even that's probably not the, like the nicest way to say that. But that is, I feel like it is a shit happens in contact sport situation. Though it, it feels that way. Yeah, like it's just like, uh, funnily uh, enough, not every clean tackle is just one bloke pulling another guy to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes one of the other 75 yeah, blokes yeah. on the field yeah. <laughs> gets in the way. Yeah. Because I suppose, you know, as most Hawks fans do appear to be absolutely livid. Uh, you Furious. Know, going back to the start of the season where tragically uh, Jeremy Howe fell and his wrist forearm exploded. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's got about that. It's sort of like you can 
completely and definitely argue that had there been no contact made with Howe, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Mm. But is it the fault of anyone else or the fault of the player who, you know, maybe sort of moved underneath and mm. when he tried to, you know, th- not really. Mm. It's just part of the game. Exactly. But you don't, you just, yeah, it's sad, but. Legitimately though, actually, that's a great point because if there's a injury that's not a concussion or anything remotely near the head, it's I not. Fit, I fit, yeah. If, um, because McCluggage had a, uh, had an arm free. Yeah. If his arm got caught and his shoulder dislocated and he broke his arm in three places, I don't think they'd be going. They have, hey, mate, you're out for three weeks. They'd exactly. be going. Ah, oh, toughies. Probably wouldn't see even you later. touch it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's the it's wouldn't the it, concussion thing that's the problem. Yeah, it's because yeah. they're getting sued. Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> there was a passage in the recap where you said fell down about. 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a bit of an Alzheimer's rambling. Falling, 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 falling. Well, falling. it's because... <laughs> you know what, trying, uh, trying to make uh, the... Hugh, Hugh McLuggage falls onto her. And, uh, onto the falling... onto her. Yeah, who well... fell onto her. <laughs> Spit it out, granddad. <laughs> Listen here, all right? I am not the current president of the United States. <laughs> oh, why would you bring him up? Uh, nothing. <laughs> no, I'm good, thanks. Going off with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was good. All right. It also made me think of just a giant meat human ball of players just rolling <laughs> down the pitch. One would fall out occasionally. Well, I'm thinking, how many blokes are left standing? <laughs> just like rolling a meatball, the meat density of that area did increase. True. That is the most upsetting, but <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, wee. I'm glad I could be of assistance. Would it, yeah, it would have been the meatiest part of the field probably <laughs> at any point during the game. It's the meatiest meter square. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely no COVID safety about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Matty, you're up. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I thought you were up. We haven't rehearsed Matt's next recap. Yeah, so yeah, we haven't done that's, it yet. That's, this is about where we realise, <laughs> yeah. fuck. This is all original content from here on out. <laughs> Except for the stuff we've already written. Still original. I guess. <laughs> hasn't been said out loud. I don't Maybe. practice my recaps normally. I No, true. I have stolen some stuff from the broadcast, but we'll we'll get to that. Cool. Did you quote them? Uh, I've referenced who said it, yes. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. BT won it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, I can't wait. I put you leagues ahead of Big J. <laughs> People are saying. <laughs> People on tw- Twitter is a flame. L- low bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's them retweeting themselves. <laughs> From three years ago. Oh, man. Over in Adelaide. Walker wasn't so much the Texas Ranger, but more like Frank Castle as he punished the Eagles for daring to show their faces in Adelaide. In a brutal one-sided match, Taylor buried the Eagles with a career-best 10-goal performance in his 250th match. 10? Yeah. How did I not see this on the news? Really? Really? What the fuck? (laughs) It was on the news. I didn't really watch the news. (laughs) It was everywhere. Because I hopped on AFL.com.au too late. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> Probably some other, yeah. 
Walker's incredible feat placed him in elite company, joining Tony Modra, Scott Hodges, and Tom Lynch as the only Crows players to kick 10 goals in a single game. Kind of wild there's been four of them. Yeah. How many <laughs> in, in AFL history? Yeah, now I'm curious. Because Tom Lynch, would you consider being part of modern AFL? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. There's probably quite a few 10-goal games, or qu- quite a few in total, but there's probably a decent amount of players who've kicked 10 as well. Yeah, there'd mm. have to be. Uh, he had seven by halftime. Oh. Yeah, seven by halftime was wild. I think he had like, I want to say maybe three in the first quarter or something like that. Let me fact check that. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> he was just kicking everything at one point. It was just going yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, give me one second. Because you're definitely getting excited. You're thinking, yeah. man, you know, is this going to be a 12, 14 goal kind of game? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, k- he kicked the opening one, of yep. course, 50 seconds in. Yeah. Uh, pretty handy start. Um, three. Long last quarter. Oh, yeah. He kicked uh, three in the first, and then he kicked uh, one minute into the second, he kicked his fourth. And then a minute 40 after that, he kicked his fifth. Uh, so we're about three minutes into um, the second quarter, and he's got five. Eight minutes in, he's got six. That's insane. Yeah. A bit like a uh, hockey shootout, perhaps. Did you have 10 in the first half and then get subbed out? <laughs> <laughs> Rory. Um, sorry, just before we move on, Tony Lockett did it 22 times. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good at kicking goals. It seems. <laughs> if you ever watch his highlights, the ball looks like a ping pong ball. <laughs> or it looks like a bear, like just picking up a tiny tennis ball. Like, <laughs> kicking it. a pie cone. Yeah. Going through the sticks. And there's none of this. Lockett wasn't, you know, the let, you know, his heel was touching the back of his head, toe ending way, way, oh, way. Yep, yep. Like he'd just sort of give it a little toe punt. And then you watch the tennis ball fly 60 metres and you think, all right, pretty handy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think the snap had been invented when Tony Lockett no. played football. Crazy. It was invented sometime, <laughs> I think it was, what, 2019? Rory Laird, Jordan Dawson and Ben Keyes dominated the midfield while Isaac Rankin contributed with three goals towards the staggering final score. Don't skip ahead. Jokes aside, the team's effort was evident as five other Crows players managed to score two goals each. So just raining goals. Mm-hmm. Pretty sad for the Eagles. At least they have a, they have a bye next week. So Another loss there. <laughs> <laughs> Tough for them. Against in, yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Can we figure out the length of their list at the moment? Because if they not, don't have an eligible list for the bye... Oh, no. It's getting written down as a storm on the beach lost. Yeah. <laughs> AFL history. <laughs> the final score, would you believe, 174, Eagles 52. This is the highest scoring match of the season and ninth highest in AFL history, 174. That's pretty wild. Um, 27-12, 174. They uh, Kick your goals. They did not take their foot off the gas. No. Kick your goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to see a 200 game. I don't think I've ever seen one in my life. Um, but you also, 
it's a bit like the perfect storm, maybe, because I, I this doesn't even feel like uh, being mean to the Eagles in any sense. They're just they're non AFL team this season. No, they're, they're comically undermanned, undersized, injured. Like you couldn't even make it up. Mm. It's just every literally everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong for the Eagles. Yep. Um, and I think the Crows are probably having one of their better seasons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. A combination of all the worst possible events yeah. for the Eagles. Um, but yeah, you know they're they're pretty banged up when they're debuting a guy who they picked up in the mid-season draft who was playing, you know, state-level football or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and they debut him 10 days later or whatever it was. I, I got a bit excited what I, in what I was saying. I just, you know, when you actually stop and think about it, maybe the only realistically cool, you know, quote-unquote cool 200-plus game would be, you know, if the Pies Bombers came out on Anzac Day and went, let's not defend each other. Mm. And it was just a proper shootout or something. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise... Like 200 like, to 180 or something. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know, fuck. I think realistically, thinking about it now, it's like to score 200 points, that would be like LeBron James in a wig playing in the WNBA territory kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've got a really fun fact about this game as well, actually. Oh. i got a couple. Oh. Well, you go, go first. Fact base. I got, I got three. So here's his <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. About a debutant in the game. No, go nuts. Okay. So Ryan Marrick, obviously picked up in the yep. mid-season rookie draft. Yeah. Um, is now on the list of, and this is a very carefully worded stat as well. This is very ESPN esque. <laughs> um, players taken pick one in any draft to kick career goal number one with career kick number one. Ryan Marrick, West Coast Eagles. What the fuck? Kick two on debut. Obviously, That's not not pick one in the big draft, but pick pick one in and draft, mid-season draft. The first person to do it, though. No, he's uh, <laughs> no. now. <laughs> he's seventh on the list. of To do it with their very first kick in the AFL. Yes. Per, um, yes. He will forever yes. be well, pick number one. In a draft. Correct. It's pretty cool. Better than us. Fact. <laughs> yeah. My stat <laughs> is um maybe weirder than that. Okay. The <laughs> the Eagles score of two goals, one goal, thirteen. The same score repeated across every quarter. Huh. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Is just the third time this huh. has happened in AFL history. And the lowest repeated score of the three. <laughs> yeah. The first occasion was round eight, 1934, when Collingwood <laughs> kicked 3-3-21 in every quarter against St. Kilda to win by nine. And then in round seven, 2014, Port Adelaide kicked 5-3-33 in every quarter for a convincing 2012-132 to 15-7-97 over GWS. Ooh. Hmm. But yeah, there you go. Fun that, fact. That was one of the ones I had as well. Fuck off it was. Did yeah. you start following useless AFL stats? No, this is Sir Swamp Thing. Sir Swamp Thing is low-key following useless AFL stats or they're the same page? I I think useless AFL stats gets them off this guy because he's a sports statistician. Well, these guys are pretty covers, sweaty. Covers the cricket. He covers all sport, or a lot of sports. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, 
Here's my last one as well. Go nuts. Uh, 10 plus goals in a VFL, AFL milestone game. Mm-hmm. Taylor Walker now on the list in his 250th. Uh, Jack Titus in his 250th. Tony Lockett, heard of him, 150. <laughs> uh, Jason Dunstall, 50th. Yeah. Uh, Harry Valance in his 50th. And um, you may or may not have heard of this bloke. Uh, John Coleman in his debut game in the VFL kicked 10 goals. Probably, probably pretty right that the uh, goal-kicking uh, leader for the season medal is named after that bloke, I reckon. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Where is Coleman in the all-time? I have Ooh. that open still, actually, I think. That's a good question. Uh, I feel like he was he was around at a time when there yeah. probably wasn't many games. He probably got taken in a draft for a war or something, so he only played like five seasons. Oh, rough. Yeah, I reckon. Could, could be right, yeah. Yeah, 12 goals on debut. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Muhammad what a guy. type of deal. Wasn't allowed to box for two or three years. Mm. Pretty mm. tragic. Mm. Um, mm. Funny, Tony Lockett, I think, probably shares a lot of resemblance to uh, quite a quite a handy player in the NBA, uh, Nikola Jokic, in the sense that they're both... <laughs> Very low key superstars. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there'd be a group for that. Like, you'd have to throw Kawhi Leonard in there. Tim yeah. Duncan could probably do it for the NBA. But um, yeah, like Lockett just. You would imagine him to have a bit of a bizarre retirement speech, sort of. Thanks, thanks to the club, uh, after achieving everything I've wanted to achieve <laughs> in AFL. <laughs> See ya. And that's it. No one's ever seen him since. Mm-hmm. It's just living his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, here you go. Uh, John Coleman played for Essendon from 1949 to 1954. Mm. Um, so, A brief stint. Yeah, only 98 games. Mm. Uh, kicked 537 goals mm. in those 98 games. <laughs> uh, but he's played 350 and he's kicked just over 1,000. So, you know. So I'm on the yellow the yellow website. <laughs> yeah. My favorite website to whip up on this pod. That's and that's smaller than the bottom line on the optometry test. <laughs> <laughs> so across ways here is seasons. Yep. And so you can quite easily see when it's him because <laughs> there's what like five Just seasons there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um he is fifty-fifth on the current list, yeah. So yep. Uh, he's been superseded by um, people that have played significantly more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with no context, fifty fifth loser. Who's this Coleman fella? Yeah, with <laughs> with the context, <laughs> immense uh, knee injury ended his playing career at twenty five. Oh, twenty five. Well, yeah. when you think about it, you know, just come out of a world war. Yeah, I don't think the medicine was too great back then. I was, but he's got it easy. I was gonna yeah. make this. You know, it's not an ACL injury. It's he twisted his knee, pivoting as he was running back to center bounce, and they go, "Oh, how's it feel? It kind of hurts." I think you're done, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say realistically, it was um, a wound that just failed to heal after getting shot through the shot through oh. the kneecap in the trenches. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Oh, I Will I ever more. play AFL again? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Band-aids hadn't been invented. Um, 
So on the weekend, West Coast became, you know, <laughs> the first of many teams to, to lose five games by 100 points or more. Mm. Um, turns out Port Adelaide haven't. Ever lost by more than 100? Not, not, lost, not lost five games by 100. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, right. So there's a really nice graphic. The age of all current AFL fans, bar Port Adelaide, um, from if they were born when their team last lost by by, uh, by 100 points. Oh. Sorry, but, lo- you know, lost logged their five times 100 losses. Um, West Coast fans, not looking good. <laughs> Newborns, essentially. <laughs> Hawthorne fans are um, 43. Hey, huh. that's all right. Visualization of a person who was born five times 100 point losses ago. So, yeah. Pretty damn good. North had to have lost by a hundred last year. I'm I'm just choosing not to remember it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Surely. Given, given they were on a streak of like fifty plus losses. Yeah. Yeah. Um if you went back five times one hundred losses ago for North Melbourne, you'd be eleven. Huh. You would have been born July tenth, two thousand eleven. Wow. Mm. I think I completely um, misrepresented this stat, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Port haven't lost by lost that lost five games by hundred though. Is is the yes is yeah, the definitely yeah. accurate thing. Cool. Yeah. Moving right. on. Moving on. Fuck you. <laughs> Saturday night prime time at the subprime telecommunications Thunderdome. The Richmond Circus rolling into town with the Travelling Tigers taking on the Fremantle Dockers. At the big Topter Stadium. <laughs> I don't like that very much. <laughs> <laughs> he should have to change his name to a make after this performance. Starting off the scoring for the Dockers was Jai. Unfortunately, all his teammates missed their shots on goal in the first quarter. And the Tigers pounced on the opportunity. It didn't take short long to hit the scoreboard. <laughs> kicking back-to-back goals... And Richmond leading by three goals at the first break. <laughs> You're right. Something as simple as short, short long. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Easily entertained over here. Sounds like it could be a cricket position, I fielding position. <laughs> <laughs> When you're or, in the or even better, of... probably a baseball fielding position. Oh, that no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's just like, you know, silly mid on, but yeah. just further away <laughs> <laughs> on the boundary, <laughs> middle of the wicket, bit, bit further out than short leg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and on the onside. Yeah, yeah. The, do- the Dockers must have done a rain dance at quarter time. The skies opening up in the second term in what looked like rain falling in biblical proportions. Initially, it seemed to work in favour of the dock workers. Jai not a missing his opportunities and kicking back-to-back snags. But Fremantle couldn't quite get the scoreworm to arc back in their direction as Tim Turan towed through his second goal for the Tigers. Well, was it a toe tap in or was it just a kick? Just a kick. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was fucking pouring. <laughs> like, you know, when you can see rain on the TV, it's raining. Yeah. It was practically grey, the screen. Fucking hell. <laughs> it was, 
It was beyond torrential of a downpour. Yeah, move to WA, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The dry state. Psych. <laughs> wrong number. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel sorry for the fans. For, And it wasn't even like it was raining for, say, most of the match, so people were prepared. There were a few punches around. I think it rained earlier in the day, but it pissed down. There's not much getting through that. No. Unless you've got a $600 Patagonia. Yeah. Yeah. The rain subsided in the second half and the footy started flowing instead. Jack was nimble and Jack was quick. And Jack punting a pair of goals through the big sticks. While Jaden Short had no problem with length, lobbing an equal career-high third goal from well beyond 50. Andrew made Bray Shaw. Fremantle weren't too far out of the fight, kicking a goal to go with his 29 disposals. And Michael Walters did his best to turn the tide. Surging forward, he kicked two goals coming on as a sub for, for the men in purple. Dryer certainly did not miss his fourth goal of the match, bringing the margin back to seven points. But it was a late goal from Shea Bolton that secured the four points on the ladder for the Tigers, keeping their finals hopes alive. Fremantle Dockers, 10-10-70. Richmond Tigers, 12-13-85. Close one. If Richmond actually make finals. Uh, Yeah. I mean, they're below the Suns who are making finals, but... um, Tigers will need a bit to go their way to make it in. Yeah, but if they did, easy first round win against them, isn't it? See you later. True. This shit. This shit. This so shit. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nah, who knows? Anything else to say? (laughs) (laughs) This shit. They're shite. They're shite. (laughs) We ain't Richmond. We ain't Richmond. We ain't Richmond. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw significantly less Richmond bumper stickers around at the end of this year. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps the remnants of a bumper sticker removed. Yeah, yeah. A little, mm. little bit I, of sticky. I certainly rectangle. haven't ever seen a faded Richmond bumper sticker before. <laughs> <laughs> because they only make good quality stickers, right? Yeah, yeah. That right? Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's an that's a really good observation. Mm. Not once they're very not much even crinkled in the corner. No, no they're very much yellow and black still. Mm. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's a that, that, that's really flawed me. <laughs> <laughs> and they never Wait. have enough to look like they're running out of room either. Like they haven't mm. been members long enough. Yeah. Yeah. We, we tell a lot of jokes on the podcast, but that was very real. Straight facts. <laughs> it was bound to happen eventually in 65 episodes. <laughs> We've told a truth. Yeah. <laughs> With myself uh, being one of the hosts, we have a collective age of 140. <laughs> and not one of us has ever seen an old Richmond logo. Mm-hmm. We've lived and visited several states. I've been to Richmond before. Wow. <laughs> not even not even at the home base. Nah. Not a chance. <laughs> Who's driving in the city? They're on the tram anyway. What are you going to put? Put a fucking Richmond sticker on the back of a tram? Put it on your briefcase. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, how to not get hired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> she screams, I'm immediately going to leave this job once I find a better offer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, so Matty, you're up. 
the brand newest leather briefcase as well with, yeah. the, with, <laughs> with, with, with the freshest Tiger sticker on it. With co-captain Jai Simpkin out for the ruse, it was up to Luke McDonald to get it done down in Tassie. The first quarter looked a little rough with GWS blitzing ahead to an early lead, but North came fighting back and put on a brilliant display of footy up until the half. <laughs> That's it. That's when the young guns died, ran out of ammo, whatever you want to call it. North came out a little after halftime and couldn't kick a pillow into a swimming pool. It became... <laughs> people are saying it. <laughs> Have you tried to kick that a fucking could, pillow before? That could be quite difficult, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fly very well because they take a lot of impact. Morphs around your foot. They yeah. don't have much mass, yeah. But the pool's <laughs> so <heavier>? big. <laughs> a kilogram, a kilogram <laughs> of feathers or a kilogram of steel. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. It became less about whether North could complete a kick or just how on earth they were managing to get every single ball, kick or other Plucked or intercepted. Other. Yeah, I didn't write that well. <laughs> what I was going for there. I was in a time crunch. Is this the one you wrote after sharing after 5pm today? Yes. Okay. Taron Thomas has proven just how good he can be, and perhaps the club's willingness to stand by him has paid off. He kicked two brilliant goals, with the second being an absolute highlight. Nick Larkey was a gun, as usual, as he's been throughout this whole season and perhaps starting to get some recognition as one of the premium talents in the league, which is pretty cool. Commentators were going, it's one of those, I, I'm not even going to get, you know, uh, I, I think fans are a little bit too much, you know, when you're an Eagles, GWS, Hawk supporter, you know, your bottom four teams, and you're sort of... <laughs> That's a mighty fine glass house you're throwing stones in there. I've just muted you. Um, I just want to briefly point out um, how much the uh, the commentary teams uh, fillet all the young Hawthorne midfielders um, before you want to talk shit. Thank you. All right. I'm back. <laughs> I'm aware my house is all rubble. It's nothing but shards. <laughs> I'm just kicking shards. <laughs> Hoping to hurt something. <laughs> and all you're hurting is yourself. <laughs> Bloody feet. No, um, the, the point I was going to make is, as a North fan, I'm obviously going to know the team. Mm. And I think fans have a little bit much when they come out and they go, oh, what do you mean you didn't know how good so-and-so was mm. of course we wouldn't know you're not Collingwood you're not the cats but yeah you had the commentators going oh Nick Clarkey can you believe he was pick number 73 and you know it's trying to get a little bit of recognition one of the better uh set shot takers I suppose which is both you know a good thing and a bad thing because I feel like set shots have just been abysmal across the league mm. this season more to come at seven <laughs> but uh gws played a good game to their credit with toby rising to the occasion and kicking some crucial goals which was incredibly annoying he annoys me so much too so you mm. hate to see him perform against you your hate, team yep. you hate to see it and they were always the best goals at like the absolute opportune moment not the best goal of the round though <laughs> side note ricardi for the giants may be the biggest flog to ever lace up. 
And that's saying... I don't know. He plays with Toby Green. That's saying (laughs) something... He played with Jeremy Cameron. (laughs) That's saying something when you play on the same side as Toby. (laughs) (laughs) The man fell to the ground, threw his own ball in the air. Yes, Ben Mackay touched it as it was in the air and was awarded 50 metres. So if you didn't watch it, you're listening audio medium and such Riccardi marks the ball falls over as he as he marks it as he's on the ground looks at the ball in his hand tosses it into the air and then gives you the biggest Emmy award winning shit-eating grin you've ever seen in your life as he gets awarded 50 meters marches proudly kicks it he doesn't celebrate too hard to his credit but he's sort of given the grin like yeah just uh, got a 50 against you boys. He knows. He knew. <laughs> Absolute disgrace. And it was a real turning point in the Giants. Great big orange tsunami or whatever they call it. Lousy rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, I'm unhinged. The point is, I guess it's been clearly stated you can't interfere with the ball in any way. You know, no dissent, anything. Ben Mackay did touch the ball. He threw it though. Which is a free kick the other way for incorrect disposal. <laughs> Super disappointing. Um, that's playing on. Exactly. If he's just taking the mark, throwing it as playing on incorrectly. That's yeah. a free against him. If he had a teammate running by at that moment, it would have been play on but a throw. Just think about that. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call it or do, Ben was in the position where he could have just stood there. You know, Someone like him should know a bit better, given how things were going this season. Super weird call, but after the Riccardi goal, it was just, you know, gates open. Mm. GWS just ran away with the game, so it was pretty disappointing to see. I feel like that's one of those weird things, though. If someone just throws a... Was it close to him, I assume? It was literally right in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, a- he, he didn't even have to take a step. It wasn't, like, encroaching over the mark 50. Yeah. It was... Yeah, yeah. It was the fact that he touched the ball. He's a sport ball player. He's like, oh, he's ball. gonna grab the fucking footy. Yeah, Cli- it, cliche. See ball, get ball. Yeah, yeah, literally. Keelan was on the bench. Clearly, word for word, one of the commentators said what you just said. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they said sport ball. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bullshit. Um, yeah. Look, biggest Tough. flog of the game, mm. hands down. Mm. Yeah, amidst Toby. Yep. Mm. So. <sighs> Amidst an orange tsunami of flogs. <laughs> if it makes you feel Not Himmelberg. <laughs> Not Himmelberg. Yeah. Toby didn't get nominated for goal of the year from that round, so it's okay. Oh, thank God. Good. Yeah. He, it was um, Butler from the Hawks that did. He toe-poked a sure thing goal in. There was a brilliant goal kick from like the left pocket, maybe 40 metres. Mm. <laughs> Basically, as it was going to hit the line and be a goal, Toby stuck his right foot out. <laughs> Getting celebrated harder than Harland and Cristiano combined. (laughs) 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 Oh, there is there is like a minute long highlight reel of Bobby Firmino letting goals, letting shots go past him because he knows his teammate has scored the goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Toby Green. He saw his opportunity. Mm. (laughs) Whatever, that's fine. Yeah. Can't, good, all, can't good, all be flogs. Good team no. with good culture. <laughs> 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 
Fucking hell. <laughs> There's a line. Greater Western Sydney Flocks. <laughs> <laughs> Change the G to a big F, big orange F. Uh, to be fair, I guess culture doesn't necessarily imply that it's a good thing. Like, you can have a culture of being a flog. Oh, absolutely. So True. I guess that is technically accurate. They do have culture. Yes. Yeah. A poor culture, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A good amount of culture. The culture itself, not, not good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that yogurt culture. That's good. No. Oh, I had a Tamar Valley dub the other day. Fucking hell. Pretty tasty. That shit's better than, ice, better than most ice creams. Oh, absolutely. Outrageous. I, ice cream uh, as a, uh, a treat or a snack, uh, supremely mid. Good as a, you know, huh. on your apple pie. But also yes, I prefer cream, but that's cream, the apple actually. pie. I still prefer cream. Yeah, I prefer the apple pie by itself. Yeah. Mm. And you can buy yogurt, Tamar Valley specifically, in perfect one-serving tubs. Yeah. I mean, they're not perfect in the way that you do still want more. They're not perfect given I usually buy the big tub and eat a third <laughs> of it at a time. Um <laughs> But outside of that... We can't all have that little self-control. Uh, yeah, outside of that, uh, as far as dietitians would uh, don't drink nominate your, a serving, uh, Don't drink perfect. your water and take in yogurt. <laughs> Good for your culture, though. <laughs> Great for your guts. Um, all right. So if you're thinking, what the fuck are we talking about right now? I've got something for you. The what the fucks of Sunday night <laughs> kicked off before this game had even started. Essendon were celebrating the 30-year anniversary of their 1993 Premiership win by displaying all of their Premiership Cups around the centre circle. For some reason, Carlton also joined in. So there was a collection of antique cups scattered around the MCG in a weird ode to the glory days of the two clubs who haven't really done anything of note in more than two decades. (laughs) All the fans in attendance under 23 wouldn't even know what those cups mean. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, onto the footy. You know, I saw this on social media, right? Sorry to right. interject. No, go nuts. Uh, I thought it was mm. like a CGI thing for a pregame. No, supposedly it was real. Oh. Um. Also, the the AFL, when they shared it, the caption was like, oh, two most successful teams or whatever, and you're like... Yeah, but like yeah. in which century? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is uh, they're wheeling out the Montreal Canadiens of the NHL here, <laughs> where they were like one of four teams. Yeah, in the uh, Montreal Hockey League, mm. <laughs> they just had all the players and they got all the cups from like 1902 out there. <laughs> <laughs> there was um legitimately uh like on the AFL news article they shared tweets with mm. like you know the little widget thing. And there were profile pictures of people with Essendon and Carlton colours complaining about it because they thought it was a bit bit rough to, you know, remind them they haven't won anything in a fucking long time. Uh, I'm also assuming that the 1993 uh, Premiership match was played in June that year. I guess so. <laughs> no, like literally, they because they've had a more recent Premiership. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I, I don't understand... Why now? Why now? Yeah. I didn't actually look up the date. Do you want to actually fact check that? 1993 Premiership game? It it has to be September, surely. <laughs> like, it, like it has to, but like what if there was, I don't know, COVID? <laughs> Spanish flu. 
That's probably more realistic. I mean, we weren't born, so we can't. Oh, Matt was. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he remembers that grand final. <laughs> yeah, he would have uh, been fifteen. Ah, uh, this could be why it was um, both those clubs. Uh, it was Carlton and Essendon played on the twenty fifth of September uh, in the nineteen ninety three grand final. Ah, yep. Well, that wasn't portrayed in any of the articles mm. I read. Uh, Essendon won by forty four points. Where are you reading that? Uh, oh, Wikipedia. Just, yeah, I didn't go. To, I didn't go to Wikipedia. Whoops, my mistake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, all right. <clears throat> The first half was more embarrassing than the pre-game antics, with Essendon topping the scoring with four goals for the half. Oh. Ew. Footy did not win. <laughs> Something about Ed Kerno tagging Zach Merritt here, but honestly, it can't just down, be down to that. Zach Merritt may have just been limited to approximately eight first-half disposals, but I think ultimately these two teams just kind of suck. Fact. Supposedly, he was then moved forward to avoid the tag in the next quarter, and then he scored the first goal in the third. Rapid, <laughs> rapid impact. <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking hell. The Bombers must have rehired their sports dietitians circa 2012 and spiked the Gatorade because they came out of the dressing rooms after the break and took flight. They kicked six goals in 15 minutes before Carlton even woke up from their halftime nap break. Charlie Kerno stopped the gushing blood with a single Band-Aid, kicking his first goal to go with his four behinds. <laughs> Some new kind of inaccurate STI being shared between the Carlton forward line, perhaps? <laughs> Peter Wright managed to do no wrong in his first game of 2023, kicking a bag and making Carlton feel blue all over. Viewers that weren't already asleep after the first five minutes of this game were at least rewarded by Essendon's third-quarter efforts, uh, before immediately getting put back to sleep by the remainder of the game. I'll save you the trauma. Carlton 6 16 52. Essendon 13 8 86. Kick your goals. 6 16. Jesus Christ. Uh, 2 4, Kerno. <coughs> so uh, put him down this week to kick less goals than behinds. Oh. Multi. Both of the bastards. Oh. Mm. Uh, fun fact. Um, Mackay didn't actually kick any behinds. Oh. Yeah. One straight. No. <laughs> Whiffed a set shot. Oh, missed everything, <laughs> hey? Yeah. Oh. I was like, bruh. Oh, painful. Where did their points come from? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere but. Everywhere but Mackay for some, you know, for the first time in the last, I don't know, six weeks. <laughs> One five first quarter, three ten half. Yeah, the scoreworm looks it's absurd. So <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> nothing. Literally nothing happened all game, except for fifteen minutes. Except for literally, for, Jesus, I knocked over something. Except for a nose dive immediately after halftime on the scoreworm. I was so surprised that it was that. Because uh, I'm, you know. Watching it, watching it, and then I realise, holy shit, they've kicked a few goals in a row. Mm. Um, this is on the on the highlights, and then I look at the the clock for the third quarter and go, "Fucking sorry, mate, outrageous! How can you kick nothing for like literally three quarters of a game and have just a fifteen minute spurt?" That's like the ending scene of the Incredibles movie, where uh, if you've seen it, Super Family, uh, the son Dash can run. 
basically like unlimitedly fast, I mm. suppose. He's in a foot race coming dead last, sort of like zigzagging up and down. He gives it a bit of gas to shoot to first place and then cruises through to the win. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's so bizarre. Yeah. I think Peter Wright kicked three or four of his five goals in that 15 minutes too. So. Oh, damn. Far out. Yeah. Good first game back. <laughs> Probably shoulder injury. Yeah, pretty decent. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, in fact, a lower total score than the uh, Sydney St Kilda game, which we thought was bad to start the round. Footy didn't win starter or finish of this round. I mean, no. close enough to the finish, still one game to come. But yeah, look, Footy, footy didn't, didn't win, win in either. this game yeah. either. Let's get into it. We got a long one. Forgot about this one. <clears throat> As is tradition on King's birthday Monday. We fight MND at the G alongside Officer of the Order of Australia, longtime Melbourne coach, and all round legend Neil Danaher. Is he father of other Danaher? Uh, I believe he might be like uncle. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Melbourne Demons and Collingwood Magpies facing off in a red hot top four clash, contrasting the Big Freeze fundraiser. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks. I like that. Charity but- wins. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was just about the only thing that won <laughs> on Monday. Nice giving ahead. The pies were fresh out of the oven with a hot start. Patrick Lipinski sinking his laughing gear into the first goal of the match, while the Magpies swooped on the next two goals. Jack Viney wound up on the end of a Demons chain and slotted their first goal. The Demons were able to wrestle away the momentum of the match, but tortured their own fans by lacking the accuracy to convert in front of goal. Just drop a little stat in here. Uh, one four, first quarter for the days. Bit of that going around. Not in the good teams at the moment, like Hawthorne, for example. Mm, I was going to say it must be a MCG thing, but clearly it isn't. <laughs> uh, Melbourne golden boy Bailey Fritch was able to stab his pitchfork into a couple of sausage rolls in the second quarter. But an in- inaccurate 3-8 in the first half had Demons fans <laughs> willing to sell their souls for some more goals. Bobby's late goal for the Magpies, leaving the Demons with a hill to climb. Oh, you're on fire. <laughs> Melbourne came out of the main break like a bat out of hell, but weren't able to really impact the scoreboard until Joel Smith hammered home his second shot on goal. Fritch quickly added a third snag to his bag and the Demons took the lead. After soiling his first opportunity, Grundy was able to clean himself up and kick a goal against his former club. Into the fourth, with Melbourne leading by only six points, Patrick Sump sunk his Lipin ski boot into his second goal for the Magpies, but unfortunately this seemed to only cause an avalanche from, of pressure from the Demons. Melbourne played like a team possessed and even more torturous for Pies fans was seeing Darcy Moore leave the field due to injury. Ooh. Unfortunately for TV viewers, we were well and truly aware that BT had soiled himself with about 10 minutes left in the match. His eccentric commentary of a Van Royen goal is what keeps us coming and coming and coming and coming back every week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You could label it as somewhat of a fortunate death by a thousand cuts for Collingwood, as the Demons had eight scores in a row, but only two of those were goals. Fucking hell. Leaving just enough room for the Magpies to do what they do best and swoop into the lead late. 
And that's exactly what they tried to do. Registering the last five scores, the Magpie army was in full warble. But unfortunately, it seemed the demons had possessed the footy to swing anywhere but straight through the goals. All seemed lost until Brody Meyer checked his watch one last time and kicked the pies back within 10 points with one minute to go. Surely it wasn't enough time. But Nick Dacos kicked another to get the pies within a kick with 26 seconds left. Fortunately for Melbourne, none other than their man of the match, Jack Viney, was able to wrap himself around a ninth clearance, dribbling the ball out into space and running out the remainder of the clock. Jack Viney won himself the Neil Danaher medal, twisting himself all over the game, finishing with a goal, 32 disposals, 11 tackles, 9 clearances, 6 inside 50s and 7 score involvements. Melbourne Demons, 8-18-66, Collingwood Magpies, 9-8-62. Quiet day in the office for Mr. Viney, I suppose. Yep, uh, a lot closer than Melbourne fans probably would have liked. Um, when they're up by, you know, 16 with two minutes to go, even four minutes to go, based on the way the match was going, but two minutes to go, I was like, yep, this this tips one, at least I've got four for the round. Holy dooly, I had to sit down for the last minute. <laughs> it was way too close. And not even being a fan of either team. Yeah, no. Just just wanting to not have a terrible round in the tipping. <laughs> yeah, one was shocking. Yep. Yeah. Did get four out of eight. <laughs> there seemed to be a lot of that going around, though, this round. Yeah, yeah a lot of people ended up with four. Yeah. A lot of underdog wins. Yep. Managed to pick a few of them, at least. Um, could have picked one more of them. Could have picked one more. Would you believe I was the only player, only person uh, that tipped uh, Hawthorne? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's unusual. Uh, I didn't do much better. I didn't do any better in the NRL, actually. I did much worse. I got two out of eight in the NRL this oh, round. Oh, it's not good. Oh, yeah. I thought the NRL was meant to be easy to tip. Uh, yeah, apparently not. Um, not last, though, luckily. Uh, but <laughs> second last. Wait, neither am I. Well and truly in the NRL. Harry's still dead last. Yep. Mr. No Tips. Yep. I'm beating him by nine now. Nice. I'm only two behind Zach. Creeping up on him. <laughs> Zach, I fucking swear to God, if you listen to this podcast every week and you tip the same as me for the rest of the season, I'll be fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's going to do it. Mm. He might do it. <laughs> All right, quick uh, shoe and recap. Um, Keelan won with Port by 22. Ooh. And then a couple uh, big L's for us. I oh, lost yeah. with Sydney by 14. You lost with the Lions by uh, 25. Absolute uh, must lock multi, must win <laughs> or something. <laughs> Alleged. Absolute heater. The Storming the Beach boys are on with their, with their shoe-ins. We yeah. were, yeah. A little bit tough. Ice cold for MND. Fact. Yeah. yeah, we're just backing a cause here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, coming down to Burley Head Surf Club this weekend for the uh, big freeze, one p.m. If you're not there, you hate charity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All facts. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, Matt's, See you there then. <laughs> Matt's got eleven shoe ins right. Uh, I've got nine. Kills on eight, so it's getting a bit tight. <laughs> For someone that started out the season so rough. 40 wins. Oh, mm. Mm. That shoe looking awfully gross. 
All right. Uh, let's get our tips out for the boys, shall we? Yes. I would, but I just got some really silly messages. Sorry, I got distracted. Would it be outrageous to tip Geelong against 10-game port? It wouldn't. It's in Adelaide, but it, it is wouldn't. It is in Adelaide. Because the Cats get Dangerfield back and Mitch Duncan. Nah, yeah. it's port. And, and will they become 10-1 Jeremy Cameron Geelong again? Is it is it that simple? Mm. Is it Dangerfield being in and out? Or is, it, or is oh. there more to the picture? That's very tough. Uh, you have to take Port, surely, at home. I don't know. I feel kind of sick about it. It It's just, it's that dumb superstition of... They can't keep doing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going Port by 14. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Cameron to kick five. As yeah. a hedge. $2.45 on Geelong. <laughs> Surely that Go ahead buddy Would suggest they offer a decent line perhaps uh, What is it? Ten and a half uh, it's, That's not massive It's kind of gross That's within actually. two goals yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's a plus 2.5 NBA line Yeah <laughs> It ain't worth it Just go head to head Jeremy Cameron to kick five goals uh, $13 So maybe sprinkle that a little bit Beer Reckless to not do so. <laughs> Giving away money. <laughs> Killing uh, Port or G-Long. I said it before, Port. Okay. Yeah, I've locked them by 16. Okay. Wow, hey. Brisbane, Sydney. Brisbane. At the Gabba. It's oh, got to be Sydney, Sydney's in <laughs> all types of bad ways. Um, Moving on. Brisbane <laughs> bounce back. Definitely, you would think. Been pretty major upset. I think they'll definitely win, um, given that, you know, Brisbane had a pretty hard-fought game against a really solid Hawthorne team last week, so they're probably going to come out and stomp this um, subpar Sydney team. Yep. 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 Uh, wow, no. Hmm. Awesome. Toby's boys versus the Dark Workers. Shit game. At Orange Stadium. No wonder this is a Saturday afternoon slate. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tip Fremantle just in the hopes that GWS lose. Mm. I would love... I, I wouldn't hate seeing GWS lose, but I'd love Fremantle to lose more just for the Suns to oh, okay. be that little bit closer. I think GWS have the edge too. I think so. So that would At be home. that would be lovely if it helps the Suns. I don't think there's much edge to be had, but I'm gonna take the home team. Mm. The orange team if you will. Yeah. Team in orange. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, team in orange. Yeah. Gotta stop riding Richmond. They've been good to me the last two weeks, but definitely gotta back the Saints. I don't understand the odds here. Like the Saints suck. Well, so do Richmond. Richmond are all the way back. Though. Shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> all the way back. All right. Richmond is sitting in 12th with 22 points and are still paying $34 to win the grand final. Interesting. I I don't understand the odds here. It no. makes no sense. I'm taking the Saints. Did someone... Die. I'm checking injury list right now. No one of major note. Check the obits. 
I'm serious. They wouldn't be in the injury list if they're deceased. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to pick Saints, to be fair. Yeah. I'm doing that. I'm doing yeah. that. Take, yeah. the, take I, the Saints. Ah, it's Saints mm. because, although a new coach, but Dimmer did say Richmond hates playing at Marvel. So the MCG. Oh, it is at the MCG. My bad. <laughs> I'm on Richmond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking St Kilda. This changes everything. Pub- public is on the underdog, though. Interesting. That is interesting. We are the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. There's a lot more people on the Gold Coast Suns here than I thought there would be at the MCG. Carlton, yeah, because Carlton, Carlton stink, dude. Yeah, it's, well, <laughs> it's Carlton. Yeah, but it's, it's good to see the consensus almost, almost the majority of AFL fans around the country think Carlton stink. Yeah, well, I mean, look at the, look at their result for Carlton. L L L L L L L. There's a couple of green ones in there for the Suns. Against I don't know. Adelaide good teams. Pretty handy. Bulldogs pretty handy. Gold Coast beat Carlton. Handily. Uh ooh, if Levi's playing, uh to kick two. Levi Casbolt revenge game. Casbolt them through. Mm. Uh I think a defender is back as well. For the Suns, it was in the news. Can't remember his name. Uh, so I'm I, talking long. I believe uh, Connor Butterick might be the one you're talking about. Or Sean Maybe. Lemons is definitely back in. Butterick might be back in or might be available to play as well. Mm. But I believe it could be Sean Lemons. It's just about confirmed back in. Okay. Uh, give me two seconds. Um, Matt skipped ahead. He's already tipped the last game. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, sorry, better. Sean Lemons, not. Back, yeah, almost recovered. Mm. Butterick, definitely back. How do you feel about that? Uh, pretty good. Good, good. small defender. Sweet. Because that's the article seemed awfully positive, mm. but um, yep. the name didn't ring any bells for mm. me. So no. Uh, Tuke Miller has a timeline as well. Oh, Ooh, what is return. it? Four weeks. Oh, just time for finals. Yeah. Pretty handy. And uh, Lockie Weller should be back just before then too. Ooh. Even better. Maybe. Gold Coast will be all weller by then. Ooh. Yeah. North Melbourne versus uh, the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Bulldogs here, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, it's probably the Dogs. All right. My multi's paying eighteen. dollars They've lost less in a row, the Dogs, than North have. <laughs> sure. Really? <laughs> if, uh, if that's what you're basing your outcome on. Damn, I mean, they dude. have lost three in a row, but, you know, yeah. Mm. North was a tough watch uh, last week. I'll say that much. Mm. Uh, weather not going to be an issue as well. Not a whole lot to hope for in the second half. Just hoping the margin didn't get away from us, really. Yep. Um, good to see uh, Thursday night footy back, though. Just quietly. I do like Thursday night footy. Nice nice spread. Although you think it would give more time on the weekend for better scheduled games? It doesn't. Apparently not. No. Yep. You've got to jam them at the same time regardless. 
Uh, and we've got Thursday night games until uh, the end of July, pretty much, or like third week of July, which wow, is pretty wait. good. Nice little stretch. Just kicking me, kicking me under the desk, bud. Oh, uh, oh, shoe in. Shoe in of the week, boys. Who have we got? I always forget about that. Um, Brisbane Gabatoire. Yeah, good selection. Also not the lowest odds <laughs> by one cent. So well done. Oh, I didn't even think to check. Is North that yeah. close? <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. Uh, I'm taking the Suns. Oh, understandably. Hmm. Taking the underdog. Yep. Wowee. I think Port was underdog last week, right? And I took him. So, look, it's, it's been done. I think the only <laughs> proper shoeing would be the Lions. They're the only real deal. Yeah. Uh, well, except for, except the, for the dogs sons <laughs> and oh. the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, of course. Yeah. Just out of our <laughs> mercy rule, <laughs> didn't even look at them. I really like our new our new format. I think going reverse reverse ladder back up kind of makes sense. It's going to make it tense because I'm yeah. going to be feeling great. Yeah. And then we're going to fall back off again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think I'll just shoo in the Saints, but I'm not happy about it. Ooh. Ooh, bold. It's kind of bold. Not as bold as potentially shooing in Port. I don't know why that seems so scary. <laughs> I don't know how it seems scarier than shooing in the Saints. Might be because you don't like Port. It's got to It's got to be playing a factor. So you want the Saints? Yeah. Lock it in. Right. Uh, a bit of AFL news. Obviously, we touched on uh, a little sussy for James Sisley that's being... Uh, Fucking furious, mate. Appealed. Um, <laughs> Richmond's Ryan Mansell also got a three-game sussy for a huge bump that knocked the headband off James Age. <laughs> but when I saw it in the moment, I was like, yeah, free kick. I don't actually think you made contact with the head. Mm. I think his head might have, the Aisha's head might have come down to hit his shoulder from the momentum sort of swing. Bit of whiplash. Yeah, a bit of whiplash sort of stuff. Um, so they're also appealing that. But when you compare that one to uh, the human missile, shouldn't be three weeks, shouldn't be equal. Uh, the, you know, AFL lawyers or whatever tried to argue that he had braced for impact one to two meters away. And it's like, yeah, but he's also sprinting it you know, conservatively maybe 25 kilometres an hour. Uh, so factor in the amount of time it took him to cover that one to two metres at that speed. Probably split-second decision, I'd imagine. Yeah. Trying to protect himself. Uh, I but think he, kind he, of the, your natural reaction, funnily enough, when you're about to hit another human being. Mm, and the ball bounces their way last minute as well. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> brace yourself so you don't get absolutely flattened. But don't jump off the ground, which he didn't. Don't fucking... <laughs> Don't ignite the afterburners and fucking play danger zone and fly towards someone's head. Exactly. That's not natural. Exactly. Humans aren't meant to fly like that. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw either of those Celsius downgraded. Please. <laughs> we need him. Hawthorne is vastly different when Sicily is in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty handy. Always uh, 30 plus disposals. Yep. Um, always a bajillion plus intercept marks. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, Maddie, NBA finals, go. Uh, pretty, pretty cool. Nuggets won. All right, cool. NHL. No, it was hard. I I was such a big fan of Denver and rooting for them right from the start of the entire playoff series. Um, And so often found found myself uh, like completely just in, uh, in a trance, like as a fan, just fully watching the game. Didn't want to do anything else. Um, Miami did manage to win game two in Denver. Mm-hmm. And that was the only win. They ended up getting the whole finals. There on after. That win also only three points being in it. Thereafter, the Nuggets just looked clinical. They just looked like the better, stronger team. More focused, more locked in in every regard. Um and it sort of made for a bit of an interesting, bittersweet, somewhat anticlimactic type of playoff series mm-hmm. where I genuinely, me and pretty much everyone, the general consensus, it didn't feel like Miami had any hope of winning at any point. I don't think anyone expected or believed them to actually win. So it was just sort of a matter of when and how long it was going to take Denver to win. Mm. Um, and yeah, they obviously did in the end. Uh, Jokic shattered some records, uh, being first for playoff points, rebounds, and assists in, AFA, uh, in NBA <laughs> history. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just bizarre. It was just like watching older kids kind of beat up on younger yeah. kids in the school <laughs> playground. Um, which feels terrible to say, but it just did. It just, they didn't have an answer to stop Jokic. Mm -hmm. He was scoring any which way he wanted. Everything was falling. If you double teamed him, he'd pass the ball to whoever was open. Uh, so actually probably most evident in game five, uh, the Nuggets shot something like one from 19 behind three point. Truly abysmal. Couldn't buy a shot. Didn't matter at all. They'd just drive it down the lane. They kept doing the exact same thing, waiting for the shots to fall, which they eventually did. That was it. It's just crazy. Easy. Um, Maybe talking outside of the game, uh, pretty cool for Jamal Murray. Mm. Uh, Him and Jokic both drafted by the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Murray had some really serious health issues, sadly, with his knees. Uh, missed two postseasons. Absolutely in tears when they won the uh, cup, yep. as, as you could imagine. Um, yeah, just beside himself to think that he came back. And uh, for me, seeing Aaron Gordon was pretty cool. He was trapped in Orlando for six years. <laughs> uh, athletically... An incredibly gifted player, yep. as everyone will know from his you know, dunk, dunk contest. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, seemed like a bit of a Kemba Walker story. Like, 
Yeah, he's good, but he's, you know. Orlando's not doing anything for anyone. Mm. Not a good team. I don't know. They need to fix something out. <laughs> They're the North Melbourne of the NBA. I don't know. Carlton, maybe. Uh, uh, I feel like North Melbourne's pretty, like, uh, the Magic haven't S- done anything. Similar colours. Yeah, they haven't done anything decent since, say, Shaq was there as a mm. young man back in the 90s. That Shaq <laughs> bonus spirit. <laughs> it's true. It hurts. Yeah. Now, I think we should have seen this title run coming. Go on. Uh, flashback to 2011. The Mavs won. Okay. Right. Both of these title runs, led by European star, both had zero all-star teammates. Both beat Kevin Durant. Both <laughs> swept the Lakers. And both beat the Heat in the finals. Weird. Both, Interesting. Both f- teams' first championship. Mm. Super weird. Yep. It's good to see the scriptwriters from 2011 are still getting work. Just recycling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Denver's oh. now the oldest team in NBA to win a final. Wow. Longest mm. stretch uh, being 57 years. It actually, um, it makes sense that they reuse the script because the writers' strikes are on at the moment. They yeah. can't write anything new because there's no writers. Mm-hmm. They just went, uh, we'll just copy this one, but has make, be, it, has make to be it look over a little... 10 years old. Let's draw one out of that. Yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> copy this one, make it look a little different. <laughs> different European country. Yeah, exactly. For the one all star. <laughs> That's so good. The the one game they lost, the Nuggets looked bad. Like that was a bad game for them, and they still almost won it. They still had the ball last possession. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. It was truly tragic. Uh, Max Strews hit four three pointers mm. in the first quarter. Heat looked like team come alive. Couldn't make a mistake. Nuggets were they had like eighteen turnovers. Yep. Like Jokic would drop the ball off his knee into Jamal's foot out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah. Lucky. And lost by three, as you said. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Jokic is funny, man. He's great. His, you know, interviews after winning. Yeah. He's like, ah, now we can go home. Yeah. And by home, he means like literally home so he can go to the horse races. <laughs> and he's like asking when the parade is going to be. Yeah, so he can be w- home in time for Sunday. hang out with his wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And play League of Legends, <laughs> which is fucking disgusting. I hate it so much that he plays League of Legends because it gives Matt a false sense of um, what you can achieve while playing League of Legends. <laughs> That's a real, uh, no. real was- negative positive reinforcement. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm under no. Uh, what's the word? No illusions, I suppose. Mm. He's very much someone that likes basketball mm. and also plays league. Yeah, okay. I don't think he's playing a whole lot of league during the season. No. Oh, according to, I don't, he seems to think he does. In a video Matt sent me. <laughs> he He's, um. I don't know if it's like a Serbian cultural thing or then if it's uniquely for Serbians who are also international athletes but him and Djokovic share a lot of similarities in the sense that 
it's like that East European style of sarcasm where they say stuff which may or may not be a lie or just seems super you can't really read what they're doing but you know it's probably a joke to some degree because both have a lot of i don't know whether you want to say like infamous or not but sort of like curt short responses Mm. followed by like a bit of a smile or a head nod or something where you know because i don't think well like reading comments on facebook and whatnot would tell you otherwise but i don't think any reasonable normal person is looking at Jokic and going my god he's he's just a gamer it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah i guess he fell ass backwards into <laughs> winning the nba finals <laughs> <laughs> you know so, sort of in the same vein that like, people making fun of him like oh who, this fat sloppy it's like i mean he plays 48 minutes of basketball in denver mm-hmm yeah, but it's just calories in, calories out. Like, you can be fat and play 48 minutes of basketball. You just eat, I don't know. Oh, no. 60 bajillion calories afterwards. Maybe he eats KFC every every game. <laughs> I was just about know. to say, imagine how fat he's going to be when he retires. When he's not playing 48 minutes of basketball every you know, oh, third no. day. He might, he might be big. He might be the, like his brothers. He'll yeah. have big people money, too. Like, like sorry, big basketball people money. <laughs> big people money. <laughs> Bigger notes. For their big hands. I have I have small people money in the way that it's not enough. <laughs> what did you just call them, Matt? <laughs> Biggest. God. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> My bedtime in an hour. Let's crack on. <laughs> all right. Uh, NHL. Wrapped up today, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, all right, cool, today. sweet. Uh, football. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm sorry. Uh, Golden Knights winning uh, 4-1, another gentleman sweep. Um, wow. The Panthers gave the series a bit of life in game three, uh, winning 3-2 in overtime. The Knights then won game 4-3-2 in regulation. Uh, and game five today, the Golden Knights won 9-3. To... I don't even know how to start this out. Like, mm. I, I want to say it's almost like disgusting mm. or sickening. I, I'm the most casual NHL fan. I'm watching. I'm excited because the season's just started. Mm. Maybe half the teams in the league have just finished their first game. And I happen to catch what must have been either a Rangers or Oilers versus Knights game. Yep. Um, and the entire commentary bench are just talking and going on and on again about uh, Merchalat, or yep. however you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Jonathan Marchessault That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Close enough. There's so, <laughs> there's, so many, the there's so many S's and T's. I wasn't even going to try. The point is, the most casual NHL fan you've ever seen. Barely know half the rules still, so trying to figure that out. And this, tough. <laughs> this proper commentary bench, like w- with Gretzky, everything, the real deal bench, they're going, uh, you know, so the Knights, with the addition of this guy, might have a decent go of it this season. And, you know, sort of the, the people that know know, like, yeah, Gretzky again. He's going, mm. yeah, like, this, this really, truly could be the missing piece. And you're thinking, I don't really know what they're talking about, but <laughs> maybe the Knights will be kind of good this season, I guess. 
here we are. Turns out they were. They just <laughs> ran over the top of everyone in the playoffs. Yeah, not not a, not a case of commentator, perhaps BT saying they're one goal <laughs> no. away from a comeback, but no, no an actual an actual uh, expert in the field. Yeah, um, one of, one of the best <laughs> to have ever played the game. Yeah, coming in with, huh? Got a shot. <laughs> he saw something. Yeah, called it early. Um, in the end, the Panthers were just too beat up from just pummeling other teams. In the we East want in the Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the Golden Knights play the same way, but uh, they arguably have, or they definitely have a deeper team. Yeah. Uh, they arguably have a bigger team as well, height-wise, uh, but they're also quicker at the same time. So basically the Oilers... Golden Knights matchup was pretty much the Stanley Cup final. Either of those teams, whoever won out of those, was going to win either way. No matter how hard the East looked, it it ended up like the yeah, Oilers yeah. would have beat the Panthers as well, given how damaged the Panthers are currently. You've actually reminded me. I don't believe I've seen a lot of stuff about this, if at all, but the Denver Nuggets versus the Miami Heat and just the Nuggets team in general are some of the tallest, biggest, and most athletic people to ever be on one team. You've got the big Serbian in the middle. One of your guys is a legitimate three-point shooter who's also just six foot ten and big. <laughs> and then you've got this other big six foot eight, nine guy who can jump out of the ceiling, has cannons for arms, and it's like what hope do you have? Mm. Not much. Because most of your teams with their, you know, the conventional three-point shooter is a beanpole. Yeah. Six foot four to six foot six. And you've got Aaron Gordon just churning through people, defending LeBron and like they're nothing, like they're kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was tough. Absolutely. And if you think nine to three sounds absurd as a score in ice hockey, uh, that's because it is. Well, yeah, they, most um, most games regular season four two, playoffs three two. Florida four, took one. their took their goalkeeper and all their defensemen off, right? Uh, they did in the end to allow the eighth goal, uh, and then they <laughs> and then they put the keeper back in. Make him suffer, because <laughs> I guess but they they, they were hoping to get they, uh, well, to the point where they were down only seven to four if they could score. And I guess they would have just left just the one, keeper off. All, all you need is one more goal here to spark a comeback. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They were one goal away from potentially sparking a Stanley Cup winning finals comeback. Could you imagine, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're down, what was it, sorry, 7-3 seven, 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 at, that, at point. that point. Could you imagine going ahead and just smacking up a quick four or five goals? Yep. Without your keeper. <laughs> <laughs> to keep yourself alive. To, conceding none and then being like, huh, we won the Stanley Cup. And then having to win two more games to say you've won the Stanley oh, Cup. Oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Yeah, just as fucking survive. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 9-3. Yeah. It, that's ridiculous. Um, Is that six goals in the third period? It was... Uh, 2-0 for the first. It was 4-1 in the second. And then 3-2 in the third period. Holy crap. So uh, it, it, it went to 2-1. 
Yeah. Because, you know, up 2 nil, most dangerous lead in sports. Um, and well, then they. AFL. Yeah. Sorry, and then they <laughs> pumped in a quick uh a quick five four goals after that in the second mm. period. Um turns out Vegas pretty good at home uh in the finals oh, here. Hold on a second. Go on. Essendon. Mm. Big third quarter. Yes. Ooh. Knights, big third period. Correlation? B- big ish, sure. Pretty big. Pretty big. <laughs> pretty big. Um Gold Knights pretty good at home. Uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, winning a combined uh, twenty-one to seven in the three games at home, which is a bit silly. Yeah, you reckon? Holy crap! Five, seven, then nine goals. Fuck it now. If this went to uh, <laughs> seven games, uh, <laughs> they they probably could have hit double digits. It's funny how seven-two seems a lot worse than nine-three. Because nine three is silly and un- mm. it's uncanny. Mm-hmm. You think, yeah, no one cared. Yeah, everyone wasn't was even close. Yeah, yeah. But seven two, you're like, oh, they they got beat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was basically done by the end of the second period. The third period was just for show. Like you could have thrown in the towel. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, Vegas, uh, Captain Mark Stone uh, scored on an empty net when they were up 7-3 to make it 8-3, a hat trick. So, you know, pretty good pretty good night out. Um, first player since 1996 to score a hat trick in the Stanley Cup Finals. Well, we... uh, even more impressive is that he's the first player since 1922 to score a hat trick in a cup-clinching win. Fucking hell. Yeah. Cup-clinching win. Yeah. <laughs> um, who, and... who scored the... the, the um... Once again, human human rocket mm. goal. The Kaiser pick it, but <laughs> horizontal. Oh, which goal was that? Um, he like might knocked have been it in four and then or five, yeah, five he knocked it in and then got bowled over head first into the goals. Yeah, um, on top of where the puck was. Yeah. Um, just trying to fumble it past the keeper who got just enough on it. I think initially. Yeah. Hold on, let me just watch this. Watch me get think, an ad real I think, quick. I think the puck literally went in as his body f- was flying into the goal as well. Yeah. Would have been second period for sure. It's got to be... I feel like that was an easy one. It's got to be their third goal, right? I think it's, I think it's oh, further no. through. I think it was at Top least four. Shelf. Four, five, or six. No, maybe it, maybe it was this one. I feel like it was one. No, it was this one. It was seven, I think, oh. um, because Jack Eichel, who uh, they traded for from the Buffalo Sabers, uh, he managed to dish dislodge it from under the keeper because mm. he didn't quite have it, and then he flicked it out. How um, good are NHLShop.com ads? Yeah, gotta love it. That's some shameless self promotion there. Yeah, better, unusual. Better than that. the ABC. <laughs> At least ABC's free. Oh, wasn't Not even that, that one. one. I think it's six, dude. It's too many goals to choose from. That's Maybe a real problem. Oh, here we go. Another ad. What do yep. we got? Same thing. Buy the, you know, cup winning merch. Bit cringe. Well, I suppose it is a Golden Knights highlight game, so. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for all the uh, kids in Africa to receive their <laughs> 2023 <laughs> Florida Panthers Stanley Cup winning shirts and hats. It was going. It was Mighty going. hats. 
this direction. Panthers shirts. Yep, that one. Yeah, I guess, I guess <laughs> it's rear-ended straight into the goal. Yep. Uh, if they show the slow-mo of the, the top-down cam immediately above, it's golden. Mm-hmm. The The best thing about ice hockey is that seemingly not a lot of rules. Seemingly even less rules if, you're, oh, this is it. if you've got possession of the puck. Uh, and even less rules than that if you're attempting to score a goal. Yeah. It's just a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. Basically. It's outrageous. <coughs> I mean, great great volley too. Oh, yeah. Nice touch. The, yeah, the initial shot. Wow, good, good first touch. Um, Half-decent save from the keeper initially, mm-hmm. but... Couldn't scramble. No. Um, as is customary, injury reports get released immediately after the series is decided. Mm-hmm. Um Panthers leading scorer Matt Kachuk didn't play in this game because uh, it's come out. He broke his sternum in game three, uh, played game four with it. Is that, the, that one? Uh, yep. And um, uh, allegedly in game four, he couldn't even dress himself because he was in too much pain. So everyone had to put his equipment on for him. Uh, he couldn't get himself up out of bed either. So he did not play this game as and was potentially hopeful to play in game seven. That would, it would hurt to breathe. Oh, yeah. It would hurt to exist. And then play a sport where it, where you get pummeled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, and then uh, Florida defenseman Aaron Ekblad played on a broken foot since the first round of the playoffs. Also as well. not a vibe. Yeah, not great when you're skating around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, credit to the Golden Knights winning their first Stanley Cup in their uh, sixth year. Outrageous. As a franchise why can't gold coast be like them <laughs> come and gone that opportunity <laughs> yeah very much so um here at storm the beach we, got, we went ice skating over the weekend too so um we're keen we're going to try out <laughs> for the local team <laughs> well it's me and matt will that was fun yeah we should go proper ice skating as a pod that would be more fun than wearing cramming into undersized boots Oh, um, my foot! My left foot hurt the next day. Like I, I don't know. They were just like they turned my feet into tacos. Almost, they were I, super bent. I cut something pretty fierce on my back right ankle. Oh, actually, yeah. I was wearing decent socks. So. I, I felt it when I was in the shower, feeling that stinging pain. Oh, you've just unlocked a core memory. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, you done the same thing. Yeah, from you know, vacation care as a kid, mm. um, going with the school group to uh, Ice World at Bundle. Ah, that's uh, where I want to go. I can I can feel the blisters on my lower calf slash high ankle from the ice skates oh. already. Oh. I was uh, feeling right. Now. I was mostly fine uh, blisters wise. So um, yeah, <laughs> having one or two drinks beforehand definitely helped when I. <laughs> <laughs> stormed into the little room and the girl goes what size are you you know they didn't even have the shoes up to my size uh, so oh, like, actually yeah i'm oh. like well j- just give me give me the next one i'll i'll do my best mm. yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> ramming feet in there um just quickly it's not in the outline um cricket yes australia won the uh, Test World Championship. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Good on them. Easy win. The only news I have... Oh, yeah, definitely easy win, given the... No, nice bit of form for dust, the Ashes. Dust Bowl. Yeah, yeah. You love to see it. Yeah. Um, 
you see that sports bet thing where the where they were going around asking the Indian players uh, how many Ashes wins Virat Kohli has. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh. So good. I think they did it just before the actual test championship. Yep. So, you know, the the Indian fans are bright-eyed and bushy-tailed mm-hmm. before they got fucked. Keen to be on camera, yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my one piece of news from the game is from uh, Manus Labashain. Mm. He posted on Instagram a selfie with the, with the team, seemingly the whole team. Love this team, Australian flag. <laughs> David Warner flies into the comments. No worries, mate. Post a pick without me in it. <laughs> yeah. Unlucky. Yeah, Although um, I think Australia is now the first nation to complete all the ICC trophies. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Warner, Mitch Stark, Paddy Cummins, and one more, Hazelwood, I think, are um, the players that have been a part of all of those teams as well. Yeah, pretty impressive. It's a, it's amazing what you can do as a country when you um, focus on Eating one particular yeah, oh, focus on one particular sport during a particular part of the year, and you don't oh. have all your athletes playing various uh, codes of football during winter. Hmm. All your athletes just focus on one sport in summer. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, unusual. Hopefully, we're good for the years to come. Find us a. Some more top order batsmen, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good because Travis Head will just uh, keep swooping through or something and carry the team. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, football. In it. Uh, Champions League or whatever. Manchester City won the trouble or something. Love to see um, it. <laughs> you only love to see it because you gambled on it. You don't Fact. actually. You don't actually love to see it though. Correct. Bittersweet, right? Surely. Uh. Look, I'm indifferent. There's no negative about it for me personally. Yeah. Well, you're um, just the, I don't know, the all positive. sanctity of sport. Look, it's some some would call it a little bit sussy that the team who earlier this year slash late last year was under investigation for uh, breaching financial fair play rules. Yeah, there um, was talk they might not have been able to participate ha- in the years to come. Has, I don't know. Has now won the, say, biggest uh, club trophy on earth. Um some would call that suspicious. Uh, not this guy right here. Um, <laughs> move along. Nothing to see here. Well, there you I go. can't help but notice um, some it's <laughs> some Saudi Arabian dollars fell out of your pockets. <laughs> um, Sorry, Abu Abu U, UAE dollars for City, isn't it? Sorry, that's on me. That's on me. It is UAE. Yeah, dollars. it would be. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Uh, that's my problem. That's my um, Nothing to see here. Nothing out of the ordinary uh, for professional sports in regards to skirting financial rules. Um, noting the past uh, three uh, NHL champions have all skirted the hmm. uh, salary cap rules by placing high-paid players on long-term injury, so their cap does not their impact to the cap does not count during the regular season, and then they miraculously come back in form during the playoffs to play. Um, don't hate the player, hate the game. God damn it, that's <laughs> outrageous. That's cheating. All right, anyway. Some would argue. Some would argue. Uh, the only good thing besides uh, you winning some money or whatever Thank you. to come out of uh, Manchester City winning the treble mm. is Jack Grealish. Oh, full-on <laughs> gremlin mode. There is a picture of Kyle Walker 
essentially holding Jack Grealish together, <laughs> keeping his life essence within his body, carrying him down the stairs towards their Uber or whatever in Ibiza, Ibiza, if you will. Yeah. And uh, you you got to think, if you won the treble, uh, that would probably be you too. Oh, right. written off. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. There's a, because you know that bit where John Stone's in the interviews, like, Lou, Lou, how does he say Louvre? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hang I, it I in the Louvre. Or whatever Louvre. he said. Yeah. Louvre. Um, there's a picture of Jack Grealish standing there like Jesus Christ on the back of the, the player's bus in the in the trophy <laughs> parade thing. And his, his, his fucking caption or reply or whatever is, hang it in the Louvre. <laughs> You're like, all right, this fucking guy, dude. Um, and allegedly, he's literally drinking anything. By the looks of it, I've seen him with at yep. least three different substances. Yep. Um, all alcoholic. Yeah, by the looks of it, I'm not surprised that he's literally drinking anything. Um, very much reminiscent of uh, Gronk holding Brady together after they won the Super Bowl at Tampa Bay, <laughs> shuffling <Yeah>. him out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Big vibes. The the best bit was the fact, um, um, I mean, throwback celebration to Aaron Gordon as well, who was running around the streets of Denver. That was uh, Tarp off with the fans. Yeah. Uh, nice. Grealish was... Straight off the stage into the after party. Yeah. Grealish was very much the same. Uh, full kit, it seemed like, for the duration of the celebrations, minus 48 the 48 to 72 <laughs> hours later. Yeah. yeah. No shirt in sight. Oh, and there's a video of him immediately after with the trophy and medal celebration and whatever. And uh, Holland pours, they're doing a little selfie video. And mm. then Holland comes in and pours his beverage all over his hair. <laughs> and you know how Jack Grealish has, he's always got his hair perfect. Yep, yep. Yeah. Flat, completely down his face. And you just see his fucking big smile just go, <laughs> <laughs> sucked the life soul from him, too, the poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So good. Good things. Good things come to a uh, hundred million pound players. It seems. Wow. <laughs> Wowie. How old is Grealish? Young enough to get away with going to Ibiza, I suppose. I guess. Yeah. I just. Oh, I imagine he's twenty-seven. Oh, really? Is that's, he? that's older than I would have expected. That's me. It's younger I could than be, I thought. I could be Jack Grealish. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Why aren't you? Calves are too small. Uh, mm. Oh, there's <laughs> one more thing from City and then I'm done with them. Um, Phil Foden's son, yeah, right, Phil Foden, the 22-year-old or whatever, 23-year-old, mm. has a son. And he's old enough to, while Holland's celebrating with the trophy, mm. walk up to him and say, I used to think you were a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at least you're honest, kid. Yeah. Outrageous. Kids say the darndest things. Yeah, well, there is that video of Holland, but... Mm, yeah. True. Um, but, yeah, moving on to other football news. We'll talk about some real goats of the sport very briefly. Um, Messi. He's, mm. gone to, he's gone to Miami. Whoa. No state taxes. Good move. And... Uh, not a big tax guy, Messi. <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a big no, tax guy No non-tax all. guy. <laughs> now... <laughs> Just just briefly, um, obviously, into Miami are probably gaining some new fans and probably like rapidly at this point. A um, couple of jersey sales, I reckon. Yeah. 
Um, so on the r slash into Miami subreddit, new fan here. Who are you guys? Is, is there, <laughs> who are the players? Why are there two conferences in the MLS? What's our history? Why are we last in the league? <laughs> who do we hate? Is there an AC Miami? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. You got to think they're an actual football fan just coming in to take the piss. Oh, without mm. a doubt. Yeah. Mm. Has um, to be. Also taking the piss, Messi's deal with Inter. Mm. Fucking outrageous. 50 million euro a year. Uh, he gets a percentage of all subscriptions to the MLS season pass from Apple TV, paid directly by Apple. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Percentages of all Inter Miami shirt sales paid directly by Adidas. Oh, bro. Also a share of Adidas's <laughs> profits from his MLS arrival. Fuck, how do you measure that? I guess you got to take the stock price or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, um, he gets uh, acquisition of a part of Inter Miami shares upon retirement and then the possibility of acquiring an MLS franchise at the end of his career in the way that Beckham did in 2007, mm. which is how Inter Miami is even here. Yep. And uh, yeah, funnily enough, owning an MLS franchise, good investment. Um, I didn't save the numbers, but you know. It's pretty fucking good for David Beckham. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Not not that he was hard up for money anyway, but... But now his generational wealth will certainly be generational no matter how stupid his kids are with yep. money. Yeah. I, I can only imagine Messi's just, you know, going to be trying his hardest to recruit his old uh, Barca teammates over just to sell more jerseys at his Miami. Um, I think there was someone already uh, rumoured. Busquets. I think Busquets. Or was it the other one? Oh. The other one? Yeah, the other the other iconic. P- it was either Busquets or PK. Might have been PK, I think. PK would be cool. I was. I, I think that's what I read, but yeah. Fuck, Inter Miami actually suck. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. For now. Do um, you want to know that? Do you want to know where they finished? Literally dead last. They won five games. Out of, five wins, eleven losses. That's oh, right, twelve losses. So seventeen games. Nice. Some yeah. teams played eighteen games. Buying it. <laughs> Weird. Um, there's a lot more teams in America in the MLS than I thought. Oh, there's heaps now. There's heaps. It's actually outrageous. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Um. I'm going to their roster now just to let you know because you'd think they'd list all the good players at the top. Messi's not the first here. You fucking retarded. The first seven players, I've got no idea who they are. They're going up by number, so we're going to be a while before we get to Messi, but so far we're not looking. All I'll say is I don't think Messi's going to be, you know, uh, extending an invitation to uh, Neymar or uh, Bread Roll. Mbapp. Red roll. Yeah. Interesting. Why is that? Bro, they haven't even uh, updated their website to have Messi on their roster. Messi didn't exactly have the uh, friendliest exit out of PSG. Huh. No. Mm. The The funny thing is also Messi's doing... Uh, even sorry. though they won the league, of yeah, course. Yeah, well, farmers. Yeah. Um, Mbappe's doing that thing again where he plays with Real Madrid and all the rumours like, oh, Mbappe yeah. to Real Madrid. And yeah, then, yeah. And then he goes, what uh, 
what Prisian landmark can you offer me in instead of me moving to Real Madrid? We'll give you the Eiffel Tower. I already have the Eiffel Tower. Exactly. Yeah, so Messi's not even on into Miami's website, so Keys I don't understand. To Louvre. Keys to Louvre. I'm going there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's on the list. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's official. I've got one more bit of football. Is that okay? Sure. Zlatan wrote down um, the best teammate to try and create the ultimate 11 that he played with. Mm. Uh, Himself? 11 times? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Gigi Buffon in goal, which mm. is Ooh, somewhat selection. surprising. Um, but, you know, you've got the likes of Nesta, Thiago Silva, Patrick Vieira, Leo Messi, Ronaldinho, Pavel Nedved, Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Literally lists himself as the striker, yeah, of course. which you kind of have to. But then you see, you look over at the bench, you've got the, the likes of Seydorf, Gattuso, Cannavaro, and you're like, oh, what kind of backup keeper is he going to have? He's got the hair crossed out. (laughs) That's dirty as. The reply is De Gea, done by a cross as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's too good. You can't make it up. Ronaldinho and. Yeah, I think they played together at uh, PSG. Would have been so cool. Must have been PSG because no way anyone else would have been able to afford them back then. Mm. No. Had to be. Or could, could it be AC Milan? Yeah, I was just thinking that. In Italy, perhaps. Might be. Yeah. When did Ronaldinho play for AC Milan? Uh, he was there for Pretty a little sure bit. sure he did. Just it- after Barca or just before? With a young Ibrahimovic. I want to oh say. yeah, no. I think you. I think you might be on the money here because there's the video of no, no. Oh yeah, no. It is the video of him licking, licking his, his lips. lips. Yeah, is that's, AC that's Milan in AC Milan. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. The the red and black. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. outfootballed the in it guy. Without right. combined in it knowledge. Oh, that was when I still thought football was gay. Though it's a while ago. <laughs> that it was. It was a young Ibrahimovic. There you go. Uh, oh eight to eleven. Was uh, when we were on FIFA at, at AC Milan. That was probably a Ronaldinho I knew well. Mm, immediately after Barca, yeah, PSG, Barca, AC Milan, and then where do you go then after AC Milan? Bef- Flamengo, Brazilian. Why yeah. you go to? He went to club Brazil, it, and it started rapidly going downhill. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you're talking Ronaldinho. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry, I, I mean poor Ronaldinho. How long was Eber at AC Milan? Because he was at United in like 2016. I forget where he was before that. I want to say at least three years. Oh well. Look, importantly, uh, uh, ooh, the last uh, he was on loan at AC Milan, 10-11, and then played there 11-12. Huh. So there you go. 10-11 would have been the overlap. The um. The last like four Ballon d'Or winners are either in Saudi Arabia or the MLS. Wow. Money talks. Top. Top what number league? MLS. Better than French. No, it's not. No, don't be silly. (laughs) Allegedly, they're top five. The French. Well, yeah. Because you you got Italy, you you Spain's, you Germanies, you French, and you. English, English, I suppose, yeah. and then, yeah. I don't know, maybe the Netherlands. 
Yeah. I'd, the amount of talent getting. Yeah, but in. the Netherlands teams always get fucking pumped in Champions League. They're in the Champions League. Yeah, but they get pumped. Mm. No, not not Ajax. Not Sometimes Ajax. Pretty well. Yeah, not Ajax. Um, and then you've got your Belgiums. All the other ones where you go, where's that from? It sounds like a Saudi Arabian team. Ah, Netherlands. Weird. Yeah. That's why they got pumped 6-0. I, I would take Netherlands and Belgium over MLS. On the finish yeah. to Belgium's league was pretty intense too. Yeah, look, MLS is where players go to retire. That's Same real. Yeah. Um, in my peak, <laughs> I was playing in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he did go back and play in Europe, so some would argue his peak hasn't ended. Well, it has now. <laughs> it has now. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even it know. Could if he, Tom I don't Brady even yet. know if he has a deal with um, going anywhere. Like I, I don't know if he's actually just retired out of AC Milan or if he's if Ibra is going to the MLS or something. He's uh, already been there. I don't know. If yeah, yeah. Again, I'd say know. he's retired. Watch him he's like got money, he probably owns a a Swedish league team or something. He'll go play for them. See, I'd rate the MLS above Sweden. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure young boys are Swedish and they're never very yes. good. Also, shit. Name. The young boys always get pumped. Yeah, it is a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as bad of a name as um fucking Sheffield Wednesday, dude. Uh, yeah, not a great one. Um, or naming to be your fair, team something United Juventus, when they're not a combination of two teams. Yeah, Juventus also isn't a great name when you translate it. Um, it's also basically young boys, juveniles. Oh, why, yeah. why do they call it the old lady then? I don't know. So weird. Is it yeah. irony? Yeah. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But yeah, young boys could probably maybe just like translate it mm. back. Just don't leave Google, it English. Google translate it a couple of times. Yeah, to yeah. Make switch, it... switch, 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 and then use that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something Swedish. Not, I don't know. Not young uh, boys. Keep going until it's like... Uh, Fucking fermented fish or something. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's too many vowels to deal with. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. unlucky. Yeah. I wonder what funny English words translate really poorly to other countries that we don't know about. That's a great question. Yeah. Guess we'll never know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what if you know? What if in some part of China, as a monolingual, I can't tell you. Isaac. Bonjour. I S C is. Limp wristed, <laughs> translated. <laughs> I don't trust that guy. Just open a new tab on Google, and would you believe the um the fucking Google News things like Sicily fucked for three weeks. <laughs> uh, twenty five foreign words with letting up. They're all every even if you Google the other way. The things they're always the other way. Yeah, and the top Google result is one hundred and thirty nine translation fails that are just like poor translations and not. Mm. Yeah. So unlucky, I suppose. Mm. On to the coin. Yep. Whose flip is it anyway? Isaac's. It is. Huh. What do you want? Tails. <laughs> Fuck, it's tails, mate. Winner, winner. <sighs> you hate to see it. You feeling all right? Why? You didn't say never fails. Well, 
goes without saying. <laughs> you just said it for him. Says itself. <laughs> God damn. His power is growing. <laughs> I don't feel safe here anymore. I probably should leave. <laughs> Man, talk when you were reading out all those financial things about mm. Messi, mm-hmm. I was like fully taken aback. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going full BT. Like, wow, that's a lot of money. But then it kind of hits me like Messi really is that guy, one of a kind. Yep. He's not getting club money anymore. No. He's getting Mbappe. Yeah. He's the keys to the city. Yeah, money. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This would have been a really good thing to bring up I don't know. in the football se- yeah. segment before we uh, just ended the show. I had to let it cook. <laughs> I had to let it simmer. Yeah, your brain does work slower and slower towards the end of the show. This is all right. I can see he's, it in your eyes normally. He's distilled it. He's reduced it down to the key point that he wanted to get out yeah. instead of waffling at a <laughs> rolling boil of words. He's simmered on it for 15 minutes and it's reduced to a... We can't waffle anymore either because they're running out of players. They're all playing for West Coast. Well, they're on a bye this week as well. <laughs> <laughs> but even to touch on the point, it's sort of... It almost becomes less impressive the amount of money he's earned for sort of what he's done and provided i don't know if i'm wording that properly but in the sense like dollar per goal contribution is going to be blown out of the water if if you woke up and your dream was say i want to make a hundred billion dollars jesus it would be easier to go into the world and just try something than try to do what Messi did hmm while well, like accidentally try and be Steve Jobs, just like you've got to have a better chance. Like mm. when you factor in the training and everything it would take, and be behind Messi to one day allow yourself to be in a position where someone's like, "Here's the keys to Miami." Mm. Well, well talk, talk about you as the best or one of. You yeah, know, debatably the best player to ever play a sport. He won a farmers league this year, but because he won the and it's because he won sport. the World Cup, mm. he's still favourite to win Ballon d'Or. Yeah, and like sixty five percent favourite. F- football is a legitimate world sport too. Mm-hmm. Not AFL, not not even NHL or this or that. It's every country plays it. So yeah, kind of insane. Actually, outrageous. Are you checking the odds right now for Ballon d'Or? Trying to. I think Holland's second favourite. Ooh. Given that he's won the fucking trouble with a billion goals. But 130 Messi to win. <laughs> What's the odds on Holland? 360. That's, see, that's outrageous. De Bruyne, $34. Not a fucking chance. No. He's good, but he's, you know, didn't do enough. Uh, sh- shoo-in of um, October 1st, a uh, little Messi to win Ballon d'Or. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like everyone's going to... In in maybe one and a half months' time, he has a calf strain. He goes to 1.36. <laughs> Hammer he, it. There's, <laughs> no, there's no football until then. He comes back next week and it goes to 1.1. 1. 1. <laughs> there's like Nations League garbage that doesn't impact any sort of Ballon d'Or bullshit because, you know, it's Nations League in it. Like, it's not even the Euros. What if Haaland leads the young boys to a 21-0 victory? Well, in it some sort really of really unusual that he was playing for another club team. Quick loan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
be also really unusual that young boys were playing in the Nations League, given that they're a club team, but whatever. The Swedes, I think, I don't, I don't think Sweden's still in it. I think it's like Netherlands and mostly Netherlands. Yeah. Netherlands look good. Italy, I think too. But um, yeah. Unlucky. Yeah. Imagine being messy. Fucking tough, isn't it? All right. Keelan, lock of the year, Messi, Ballon d'Or 2023. I'm not saying that's lock of the year. But honestly, um, <laughs> all right, you heard it here first. Great value in Holland at three sixty. Yeah, I hammer it. Literally first. De Bruyne at thirty four dollars. Hammer it. it. I think sprinkle. it's I think it's, <laughs> sprinkle. Sprinkle. Yeah, okay, sprinkle okay, responsibly. Okay. I, I know we've already done the Harry Kane one fifty one, just as a hedge. One hundred and fifty one dollars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. Him, um, him and everyone else in the world that plays soccer. Trophyless. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how he has better odds than Neymar. Even Benzema. What do you mean, even Benzema? They won the league. Yeah, but and also he didn't he win the Ballon d'Or last year. Harry Kane. Oh, yeah, but how does Benzema, Benzema have the same odds as Harry Kane? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what we're trying to say. Yeah, it's just silly. Yeah, well, realistically, it's between the first two, and I think they'll probably go for Messi. But I don't know. I feel like good value in Holland. Keelan's saying great value. I think. I think. Holland had more in. Wow, we no, actually no, not really, because I also that's anyone could have tapped in his goals. Just tapping him in, three point six home. He was just full speed at the net, and they were just hitting him. <laughs> when you think about it, it's probably tougher win the World Cup. They probably should put more emphasis oh, yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. All right, you heard it here. Lock of the year, little Messi Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Um, going back to Matt's thing briefly about you know it'd be easy to do literally this is very quick literally easy to do anything else than become Messi essentially to earn Messi's amount of money yeah uh, yeah obviously if you listen to our gambling advice every single week you'll eventually earn a hundred billion dollars wowee bookies this hated. is not financial advice <laughs> bookies hated. if you had put four Point two billion dollars. Sorry, one one billion dollars on Hawthorne to win last week. Like there I said, you, like I said, you should you should put one billion dollars on Hawthorne to win. There mm. it is, right there. You should. You would have ended up with four point two billion dollars. You now own tax free all of the gambling companies in Australia. Yeah, because they just hand themselves over to you rather than pay you out the cash because they can't. Yep, easy. And then you turn that into a hundred billion dollars, but it's owning gambling companies. Exactly. Make them make them better. In in reality, you'd have a much more likely chance of becoming a hundred billionaire mm. uh, by grabbing a pick and trying to find oil. Digging for oil. Probably more point. likely to strike something. Fly to Saudi Arabia with a pick. See mm. if you can find something. Oh, that's pretty amb- that's ambitious and naive, perhaps. What, harder than becoming messy? Harder in the sense that <laughs> If you found I, I reckon it, you're more likely to to find oil if, if with a hand pick. If you find the oil, become messy. If if you find the oil there, there's a pretty slim chance you get a, you get out alive. Oh yeah, of course. But I I would say easier to find oil than become messy. You walk up to the sheik and go, "I'd like to sell you some oil." <laughs> get shot like, through the chest. US no, is he, on your ass so quick as soon so, as you find it. He'd sell be what? Like, <laughs> This is sovereign land. Sorry, it's not yours. He wouldn't even have to kill you. Yeah. It's his land. Mm. Yeah. You've just mined his sand, bro. Yeah. He's not having fucking any of it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for doing the work. What do you mean, thank you? No, He's going to say thank you and week. charge you for the, <laughs> for the claim. Oh, my God. I can't help but notice your visa expired. 
<laughs> see you later. <laughs> Speaking of see you later. Yep. Yep. Uh, see you next week. Cheerio. What's going off? <laughs>